Reginald Sam, Costco Sam himself. Costco. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Dynamic Resolution, a video game show. That's right, we are back. We are back. All four, four player, four squad, gang bang of video game information and news. Ayo, ayo, Derek, hit that, hit that, that, that hit siren. That thing. Uh, I didn't prepare it. You didn't prepare. I don't oh. even have a drum roll or anything. Or uh, uh, I remember there was an episode where I was running the recording. And I couldn't get the record scratch to work. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and then I got it to work, but it wouldn't stop playing. <laughs> Just record scratch over and over and over again. Um, I'm Shane O'Hare. We got Derek Cranavelt. We got Logan from Memory Card. And we got Josh from Inujoshua.com. Welcome. I, I'm domain that I do not own. <laughs> well, no one else buy it. Yeah, nobody else buy it and it's hold it for hostage. Josh specifically. We, yeah, please, we, like, wait and just wait until I can afford it. We've give, we've give me, give me some time. We've updated our recording equipment. Uh, I've finally got a microphone arm. Um, so now uh, there's not noises from me moving the mic around, and Josh now has a pr- properly ground isolated microphone. So we're we're in it. In it to win it, gamers. There's a really weird delay in my video, and it's giving me like vertigo. There's no delay in your video for me. Okay, yeah, me, me either. You're good. You're good. Okay. Just ignore right. it. I won't look at myself. Just quit anymore. looking at yourself, dude. I have. Okay, listen. I have. I like a grievance. The way I look. <laughs> no, I, um, <laughs> he has a grievance with the way he looks. I wish I was. I wish I wasn't as pretty. As I am, because people around me feel insecure. True. <laughs> oh God, everyone's <laughs> videos just feel insecure all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, we've got. Uh, I'm not going to exit this Razor application. Am I still okay? We're good. You're fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. dude. It's it's we're it's all bleeding edge technology. Um, so in it to win it. Uh, so I don't really think anything really big happened in the last couple of weeks. So if we just want to start talking about video games, there's really not a lot of news to get into. What do you guys think? Logan's got a problem with that. He's got a grievance. I, with I, what I, you just I, said. I do. I do have a grievance with the news. Yes. Yes. Let's <laughs> well, t- take it up with the news. Then <laughs> I will email. I mean, like I, did, I didn't do it. <laughs> news.com. <laughs> you guys remember news radio? Mm. Like the sitcom? Yeah. No. With Blasto? I know, I know of it. Yeah, and uh, wasn't Joe Rogan and... Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't Joe Rogan on that? And Dave Foley? Yeah, Dave Foley was in there. Derek, cool. how... how cool. As, a, as a Canadian, how do you... How do you reconcile with Dave Foley being completely destroyed? <laughs> I have no idea who that is. <laughs> he in, blocks um, it out of his memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like, we, like we all do. So... Is that Mick Foley's brother? No. Uh, he was a... <laughs> What's the what's the boys in the hall kids in the hall? What's that Canadian oh, kids, sitcom? Kids in the hall. Yeah. Boys in the hood. Oh, boys Jonathan's hood? gonna hate me for not knowing who this guy is. He looks familiar now that I look at the picture. Yeah. I watched some of Kids in the Hall. It was kind of before my time. Yeah, he got um, uh, he got like destroyed in divorce court mm. and like oh, like the like, TV show Divorce Court. N- no, actual Canadian Divorce Court. Man, it's from ni- 1988 is when Kids in the Hall started. Yeah. 
Um, but he he can't go back to Canada anymore because um, like he was he, divorced you learn, so hard. Do you have hard, a he's support group that you're in together? Is that how you know? No, it's just an interesting story. Oh, okay, that he had to pay alimony like a million dollars a month because they got divorced at the height of his career yeah and then his career fucking fell off a cliff and the canadian court is like nah you still gotta pay her a million dollars a month (laughs) and he's like i don't have anywhere near that money anymore and so he fled canada (laughs) and hell yeah can't go back to canada can't see his kids so shouts out it's just real shouts out yeah it's real interesting so there was a Another Microsoft wonder. I'll just tee it up. Um, Another one. What was the previous one? The Xbox Series S. <laughs> Why is that a blunder? It was a joke. I, aren't like 70% in the same leaked memo? It said like 70% of owners own a Series S or something like that. Yeah. Oh. 70%? Yeah, it's like, like holy shit. That's wild. That is interesting. Um, so, yeah. So. There was some quoth unquoth leaked documents from the FTC um, during the uh, that the that Microsoft had to give them for I don't know evidence or something from the deliberation, and it was a treasure trove of just emails and slides and all this stuff, and everyone's like, how could the FTC fuck ups like this? How could they fuck up? And they released a statement like, hey, like. This is how they gate. This is how they uploaded the documents to the court. We didn't do this. This this was like this is how we received them. We're not. We don't know what to edit or redact. So, <laughs> so that's where we are. Uh, so uh, Logan's been um, uh, celebrating the another blunder of the Microsoft Xbox universe. I, I wouldn't say celebrating. It more just pisses me off. So. Bring us, bring us, bring us up to speed. So I'm, I'm not nearly as prepared as during the, the, the whole like court shit where, where I had like specific points to bring up. I just, the, what set me off originally. So uh, let me preface this by saying two days ago, I was just not an Xbox fan. I am now an enemy of Xbox. I am, I am coming for Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I, Shane told me not to say the, the 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 word of which I I want to be, but it starts with T and ends with errorist. Shouts out to the Unabomber. Shouts out to the Unabomber. You would have loved fucking m- monopolistic companies. I but... we were playing Warzone last night, and he's like. Logan is just on a soapbox, just ranting to Lee and I. And I'm like, hey, I don't want you on tape saying that. <laughs> like, please. Yeah, so I didn't say it. I didn't say uh, it. And then what did, what did Lee say? Like, hey, uh, Mr. Xbox, or I've got an envelope with some mysterious white powder in it for you. <laughs> I'm coming, Mr. Xbox. <laughs> but but no, what, what originally set me off uh, before, when I started looking into this stuff, I was like, Oh, more, oh, some more shit. Cool. But then I see that document highlighting the like Xbox Series X, which is no longer a box. Uh, it seems they don't know how to read or know their name. Um, it's no longer a box. It's the X cylinder uh, where it says at the top, 
now adorably all digital. Yeah. <laughs> that popped a blood vessel in me because of how angry it makes me. This I internal mean, slide from a big evil megacorp said, it's adorable. Like, ooh, woo, so cute. <laughs> Oh, it's it's just so quirky that we don't give players options anymore. It's they so have just quirky. Added, they should have just added two little like blushing cheeks on each side of it. Yeah, they they they, they should have had someone draw some anime eyes on the fucking Xbox because it's so quirky that that oh oh yeah all all their backwards compatibility work is it doesn't fucking matter because they don't have a disc drive anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool of them. And wasn't this stuff from like 2020? Um, like, there was a lot my, of stuff. Man, most of the stuff was pretty old. Yeah. Um, there was there also was a, there was a couple of things that uh, I I thought were. Fu- yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note. You're, uh, you're very you're very angry, Logan. Do at, a, at a slide for a concept that probably will never come out. There's no. I way hope it never comes out. out, and I, I don't think that it will. I but hope like, it doesn't. I'm just so angry because. Every time shit like this comes out, it proves to me that Microsoft is the company I think they are. Where, where it's like, I like, you guys probably know by now, game preservation is such an important thing to me. Accessibility is an important thing to me. It's like, eliminating physical games isn't good. And now I get it. I get it. No one's buying games on Xbox. I get it. They can get rid of it. It doesn't hurt anyone. There's no one's buying games. But god damn it, I hate it. <laughs> the thing that they haven't done yet. The uh, the thing <laughs> they 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 are inevitably going to do. You know they're going to do. Well, I, it, you don't, one you thing don't know though is like we were kind of just joking about it, but I don't really feel like it's limiting options because the Series X still exists, but also, when you take into account that they're saying on their internal memos that 70% of people bought the Series S. <laughs> That's true. I feel like it's more kind... Well, again, it's through 2020 also, so it's not... When they put this design up, they didn't know this at the time. But, like, this, I feel like, would give the option to people who do want to go the digital-only route but don't want to take the hit in power. Because to my understanding, this is essentially like a Series X, but a digital-only version, right? Yes, and and that's fair. When, when I when I say eliminating options, I don't mean like. What if they're giving you more options? What if it's like what it more options could the, it be? Like, so this is a they're going to sell games on flash drives. No, like what <laughs> oh, if yeah. they if they have both? What if they keep both versions? You've got the one with the disc drive with one terabyte, or you've got one with two terabytes at the same price. If you don't care about discs, like what if it's more options? It's, it's do you it's think a... that's what they're doing? I don't know. I don't I have no fucking clue what they're doing. It's just a slide with 10 words on it that we're judging everything based on. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Xbox over here, like his whole his whole livelihood is c- collapsing in front of his eyes. Who's Mr. Who's Mr. X? Phil Spencer? <laughs> no, you. Oh, I don't give a shit about any of this. <laughs> I just think that we as as people are very quickly jump on like everything yes and uh you're just right. give it a second <laughs> no um but, but no when i when i say eliminating That's, options i don't yeah. mean like specifically right now i'm speaking like mm. long term right i am but uh, isn't long term isn't everybody that's gonna be everybody yes and i hate that okay because it's not good like i i i know sony's right. doing the same thing sure i know that the ps5 refresh is supposed to have the like the like detachable disc drive 
Yeah, but you still get a you still get a disk drive. Like, yes, they're not. Why, why would you want a d- detachable disk drive? Well, it, it, it it's it's so. I to mean, give you I don't, options, I don't have, Derek. It gives you options. I I don't have evidence for this, but my <laughs> what I'm assuming is that it's going to make production simpler, so they can start producing one PlayStation Five now. They can produce an, a digital PlayStation Five with an optional disk drive you can get. I see. Okay. And and that and that's also why I I'm assuming. Microsoft what if they isn't... just forgot the slide here that had the optional disk drive? Oh yeah, they definitely <laughs> forgot the slide. Yeah, you they forgot. <laughs> they forgot. They forgot the one slide that would have made yeah. them look good. <laughs> but but no, when, when I when I say it's eliminating options, I just mean long term and right. how like this is inevitably where the industry is going, where it's For we're sure. going digital, and I hate that because it's not good. It, especially given that all of these platforms, Sony included, I'm not just shitting on xbox right now sony does the same thing uh, okay i support it but anyway <laughs> sony's doing the same thing where every platform has a walled garden ecosystem where yeah. when we stop selling physical games that's just another option being taken away from consumers but also stopping selling physical games eliminates a second-hand market mm-hmm. so so now you which are is, forced which is to good for only... them yeah terrible for a consumer though yeah what what are you, what are you doing shane Oh, nothing. Just, just ignore me. <laughs> but 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 yeah yeah. It, it's it's just it's not good for consumers, and I right. I hate that. I in 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 game preservation, like I said, it's something I'm so passionate about. And with all of these, every company doing this, just closing digital storefronts for old systems and just eliminating those games forever. Yeah, I hate that, and and I hate that. That's where this is going. Where inevitably all of these companies are going to just control what games are available mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's part of my issue with game pass in general is that it's a curated library of games where they can just take them away yes you can still buy them i get that but it's like <laughs> it, it's it's them it's it's them easing you in to I'm just sorry. like i'm sorry i'm sorry that the like, <laughs> But, but no, yeah, I, I'm I'm just I'm just ranting. Now. Yo, that that uh, sorry, Logan, that new mic is uh, <laughs> giving the ambiance there, Josh. <laughs> D- D- well, I'm not I'm not used to a, hearing a cat, and it's not mine or Shane's. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 she's harassing Megan right now. Well, Good. I, every time she tells her to shush, she just gets louder. Good. Um, I I'm with the the games preservation thing really. I'm right there with you. There was a. I was I, just gonna say the same thing. I think that you're gonna say that that thing that came out like a couple months ago. Where it was like eighty percent, eighty-seven percent of games that wasn't it, that came out after two thousand three or something. There's no. I think like, it was before two thousand ten. Was it that recent? If, yeah, if okay. I'm remembering correctly, it's 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 more recent than than you want to think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There was a one of the something that was pulled from one of the slides. Uh, I've hosted it on a dynamic resolution show on Instagram, but it was, it was this photo of a woman, uh, sitting happily on her couch playing on her phone with a backbone is, and it's quoting her apparently, but Xbox has made buying my games digitally as easy and affordable as discs. Plus I can play those games on multiple devices. I already own. I don't miss my disc drive at all. Like this is the most like, she definitely you know, said that. Shit. <laughs> this, this is like the most like we happy few like like everything is good yes thank you 
thanks, major corporation. Yeah, uh, it I was mean, games you know, released. If, games, if sorry, digital, games released if digital is that good, they could like. Yeah, and if digital is that good, they could you know like not charge us the same price as a physical disc. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and then do you you have infinite inventory with that too. Um, yeah, yeah. The the but, thing the thing that that of all this leak that was really interesting is that at some point Microsoft was working on a handheld that was in their product skew, mm-hmm. like uh, like you know we're gonna do this, do this handheld. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing. The other thing that was, I mean, all corporations do this, but seeing it out in public in black and white really kind of made me laugh where there was an email from Phil Spencer where it said like, uh, I think our long-term goal is to buy Nintendo and Valve. <laughs> oh my fucking god! It wasn't. That, it wasn't even like that though. It was like a. It literally. It, it was like it a was reply like, to someone else's email that was like, "Nintendo's the ticket," and he's like, "It was basically like a yeah, that'd be cool. Like, here's all the reasons that would be cool. You yeah. fucking idiot. Of course, buying Nintendo would be a great move. Why do you even say that? Like, that is how I read it. Yeah. Like no. when I read it, I took a bit more of like, oh, it would be nice, but it's never happening. Kind of. Well, not like they, a serious inquiry that, yeah, we're going to hostile take over Nintendo. Well, they, they literally say in that email, like, it, like we can't hostile take do a hostile takeover because that would look bad. So we have to look at how to do it, like to preserve our image. And the best thing about it, this whole email is talking about hostile takeovers. They're, they want to buy Nintendo, like a 200 year old company. And and Valve, which was started by an ex-Microsoft employee uh, who hated how Microsoft works. There's like Gabe, Gabe Newell will burn down Valve headquarters before he sells to Microsoft. But the funniest thing ever at the end of that email from Phil Spencer was, um, I'm going to get the exact quote. Um, um, bear with me. Uh, Logan, you you rant for a second. It was. It's just okay. taking a long time for Nintendo to realize that their future exists off of their own oh hardware. God. A no, no. long time. Dot, you, dot, dot. You missed. Colon, dash, closing go back, bracket. Go back a line because he says getting, getting Nintendo, Nintendo would be a career moment. Yeah. So he's like, God, it would make I my mean, career. It would make my career if I got Nintendo. It would make me the greatest monopolist on earth if I if we bought Nintendo. And the, the best the best commentary I'm, on that I saw was from Gamers Nexus, where he reads that sentence and then he's like, and it's punctuated with a happy, friendly, hostile takeover smiley. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, mean, I, I hear that and I read that and I still kind of interpret that as more like, a, like, yeah, it would be a career moment because mostly because it's never going to fucking happen. And if it were to happen, it'd be like a miracle from their perspective, at least. But I really didn't read that and think at any point he was like serious, <laughs> like I'm going to fucking make my career out of buying nintendo the fact that this company is spending 70 billion dollars to acquire the one of one of if not the biggest publisher on the planet makes me think there's a little more truth in this than they want to let on and that and that's when i when i say that when stuff like this happens that proves that microsoft is the company i hate (laughs) every time this is what i'm talking about i hate monopolistic business I hate hyper capitalist business. I want. Be sure to check out a memory card on Etsy. I am a single person. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a <laughs> joke. But no, no. A lot of people Please give clap. me shit for that. That that I <laughs> that I'm so anti capitalist, but I run a business. I'm one person. But but no. 
just the, that's how microsoft started it's too, like man. you 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 hate society am, and yet you live in a society <laughs> yes i mean i mean i i could i could be the next unabomber i might i might i'm, I'm getting there uh unabomber man you unabomber man <laughs> but 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 no just i i want I, I I think we're getting to a point where Xbox needs to be broken up from Microsoft. I think Xbox should be separated from the parent company so they don't have access to Microsoft's money. Oh, that'll, that'll never it, happen. It's never going to happen. But I I think in a just society, that's that's the talks we, we would be having be, because we can't. As as enthusiasts of games, I don't see how anyone can see how Microsoft functions and is like, "That's good. That's that's definitely good for us. This this is this is a good thing." The um uh the other two things besides the hilarious like hostile takeover smiley face was um we finally got to see how um developers are compensated for Game Pass. And I can't remember if it was Baldur's Gate 3 or it was on the same deck as Baldur's Gate 3, but there was a developer that was just going to get paid $5 million up front to put their game on Game Pass. And I thought uh, that that put a lot into perspective because that, that was the big thing. Is like, how do people get paid for Game Pass? They just got $5 million up front. Um, yeah. And the, the other thing that was really interesting was that Microsoft gave Xbox one and a half billion dollars to subsidize the consoles so they could hit their four ninety nine and two ninety nine price point, three ninety nine, whatever their like launch price point was. So, um, which was really interesting because I was watching um, commentary on it in my with my dad, and he he's like. No, there's no, there's no way that they would lose money on. That on an that's Xbox. like always the case. Yeah. Then. Well, I mean, my dad's in his late seventies, so he doesn't really. I was like, no, that's what happens. He, they, he, he's mm-hmm. not from a time where where there's corporations so big they'll lose money just to get you in the door. Um, speak. Uh, actually, um, he he often says like, hey, there's one regret that I have in life, and it was in the seventies. Uh, he was in San Diego, had a flight school. He had, you know, he would was doing very, very well. And he's like, the one regret regret I have is that a guy that, uh, that would fly with us came in and said, Hey, I want you, um, uh, you know, I'm starting this, this new company. Um, it's going to be, uh, wholesale retail goods. I just want you to invest $10,000 into it. And my, my dad's like, no, nah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> His just... name was Sam. No, it was Costco. Oh, oh. <laughs> Reginald Sam, Costco, Sam Costco, Sam Costco. Sam Costco. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, but the the explaining to someone who's not like, yo, these consoles lose money, mm-hmm. like pretty much until they like get like the slim, then they then they're breaking even almost, um, and uh, I. Uh, but the 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 hard dollar amount of seeing one and a half billion dollars to subsidize consoles, those mm. things must be fucking expensive to make. Like, yeah, like really expensive. They've only sold like ten of them, so when you break it down, <laughs> <laughs> and um, the uh, granted this uh, this info is some years old, but um, 
they had Baldur's Gate 3 on like the bottom uh, of like games to like worry about or like like hype whatever their like like hotness meter was and they just called it like a Did throw- they get the chili pepper? <laughs> they called it like they called it this, a, a throwaway no, stadia this, game. This was wrong too. They said they people were taking this as like it was it's gonna be crappy or whatever, but they said second run as in it was not coming to Xbox at launch. So it's not like something they'd be getting for launch day or anything like that. Also nobody cared about Baldur's Gate at that no, point. No, nobody cared about Baldur's yeah, Gate yeah, until yeah. they saw you could fuck a bear. That's 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 why I bought it. <laughs> that's li- <laughs> that's um yeah, but this um this whole like thing 100 is 100 of my 120 hours is just trying to get the bear <gasps> 120 to 120 hours? Jesus. That's, that's what my steam time is. Now. 100 Jeez. of those hours was trying to fuck the bear. Right. 20 hours I'll of let it you know has when been I get there. fucking the bear. Why, why don't you just be the bear and fuck somebody else? Mm. That's not the same. So that's my next playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I mean, all right. you know, it's it's an accomplishment in and of itself to be able to seduce the bear. So it's not really the same thing when you are the bear. <laughs> I was I was um, I was playing Overwatch last night with Courtney. I'm sorry. Of the show. Hey, what, what do you mean? Sorry. <laughs> I thought Overwatch was dead. I relapsed, man. We'll talk about that later. But she said, like, I was like, hey, do you want to keep going? You want to do this? And she's like, oh, it's all right. I could be like romancing a vampire. And I, I was like, what? What the fuck is is that like gleaming the cube? And then that shot me back to a like. What like, is gleaming the cube? I, I was like, why is that in my vocabulary? <laughs> it was a 1989 skateboard movie starring Christian Slater and Christian Jacobs and Tony Hawk. And the only reason I know it is because Christian Jacobs is the lead singer from the Aquabats. <laughs> I was like, what's gleaming the cube? Romancing the vampire, seducing the bear, gleaming the cube, all amazing skateboard movies. <laughs> romancing the bear a skateboard movie <laughs> so josh you're the least biased out of all of us and you're usually <laughs> the mo- you're usually the most salient when it comes to these kind of discussions what do you think about all all of this leaks all of the hype all of the hostile takeover smiley faces what do you think um i think that I feel like a lot of it has been somewhat overblown, especially like the Nintendo part. But either way, the spirit of it, the idea that they're even like openly discussing and trying to kind of put that out there. And we've talked about it before that in the long run, they were not not trying to put it out there, but it went out there. I said, I don't think they were trying to put it out there. It's just out there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, whoever, whoever sent that email to Phil, that was like, Oh, you think it's possible? Cause this is also, this isn't the first time that they entertain the idea of buying Nintendo because there was a story they literally from started like started trying to buy Nintendo. <laughs> That's true. They were yeah. flown out to, to Japan so they could be laughed out of the room. <laughs> right. So like, you know, it's not like it's a it's not like it hasn't obviously been discussed, even though, like I said, I don't think this particular case was was particularly oh, no. serious or anything. But um, fully agreed on the. Uh, game preservation part but I wouldn't even necessarily put that at Microsoft's feet and like kind of a, how we all said the whole industry is going in that direction and I feel like it is a matter of time unfortunately where it's just going to be harder and harder to get physical media I feel like the only one that's going to have physical media for a long time is Nintendo and that's just because they're like 15 years behind on everything <laughs> like I don't even yeah. know, they know how hard drives work yet <laughs> so it's like 
Um, but just overall, like some of the information was pretty concerning. I'm not a fan of them trying to buy everybody. And I've said on the past episode, I don't mind them buying my, I mean, I don't mind them buying Activision just because Activision is such a shit show that I feel like any change in power is a net positive for the industry. Uh, but yeah, trying, I, I'm just, just echoing what I've said before too. the Microsoft acquisition of Activision is, I feel like starting this arms race where it's like, Microsoft's mm-hmm. going to be trying to buy whoever they can. Sony's going to be trying to buy whoever they can. And the and so much of the industry is just going to be progressively more and more consolidated into just a handful of huge companies, which is just going to be a negative for like the industry as a whole, for the consumers. And I'm just not happy with seeing it kind of focus in that direction. Um, yeah, but yeah, again, though, I, don't, I really don't think the Nintendo thing was super serious, though. So I'm not too worried about that. And and w- when you come down to it, um, the Japanese government would never let that happen. Um, it is for Microsoft. Like, even if Nintendo was like, "Yeah, we'll sell to you," the Japanese government would be like, "No, you have to sell to Sony. You can't sell to Microsoft." Um, which the the Japanese economy is very interesting. If anyone is interested, look up the Japanese debt trap. That was a fascinating period of time where they were just making money hand over fist that didn't exist because they were leveraging real estate. Really fascinating. But the Japanese economy is so controlled by the state um, that it would be like, I'd be like, no, no way. But the thing that from that email that I thought was, I guess maybe because like at heart I'm a Nintendo fanboy and I like that Nintendo is just playing in their own sandbox doing their own thing and they're wildly successful but uh he said, you know, Nintendo needs and I'm paraphrasing Derek, so if I get it wrong, don't <laughs> don't I'm I'm actually <laughs> I'm, a, the, I'm a stickler for facts, you know. Um <laughs> the, the it said like Nintendo needs actually. To re- oh, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking <laughs> kill you. Um, uh, they said Nintendo needs to realize that their future is off their own hardware, and it's gonna take a long time. Which I think is a wildly arrogant statement at, from like one person from another company to like know how another company should run but that's what all these like these people do and then going back to that kind of funny games interview with phil spencer where he said something to the effect of we're in third place um uh, you know you know nintendo is in first and but they're in their own competition and they're behind sony so it's really just microsoft and sony fighting um it's uh I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's really arrogant. And I didn't like like the the arrogantness of it. Which, but it comes like whenever you see the like like journalists. Um, uh, ooh, romantic, Derek. Oh, very romantic. I appreciate the low lighting. It was too bright. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Derek, do you have a preference on fork and spoon size? Yeah, but we don't need to talk about it here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 
um, if you ever see like hidden camera, like undercover journalists get big tech or like big corporate CEO, you know, you know, like you've seen those journalists that get like somebody drunk and they just start spilling the beans. It's just the arrogance from these corporations that is like, man, you know, I hope uncle Ted's looking down from heaven and just hoping someone else takes up the mantle. Uncle Ted. One, one more leak. <laughs> one, so one, more one, leak. one more leak. <laughs> then the dam's going to burst. <laughs> Unabomber two, Logan Morris. <laughs> Unabomber two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> uh, so it's just, and the other thing that is just so like schadenfreude, like somebody at Microsoft uploaded the wrong fucking documents to the FTC, like the fucking drop file, uh, Dropbox. And it's just like, yo, like you didn't redact anything. Like, like when, when I worked at my last job, I accidentally sent a quote uh, that was a quote to me for one of my subcontractors. And I sent it to the end user, to the customer. And I was like, oh no, they're, they're going to know how much I'm marking this up. And they're going to know that like someone else is like, I just felt terrible, uh, but it, nothing came of it. How whoever fucking hit upload <laughs> must be just. What if, what if it was an inside job? Like, oh. I want people to see this stupid cylinder and I want them to <laughs> complain about it so they don't release it. I want to be their friend. Right. <laughs> right. For- Logan would love to see this. <laughs> Because he would hate to see this. <laughs> Forgot. So, so someone was sitting there like, "This is gonna piss off some dude in Missouri." I'm gonna upload it. <laughs> some guy with fucking Pepsi, Pepsi Man figs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the um, the moment I saw the like Xbox cylinder, all I could think of was that Apple uh, keynote where the guy, the designer who designed the uh, Mac Pro trash can, was like, "Forgot to inno- or forgot how to innovate my ass." <laughs> <laughs> like look that was that was a different keynote but it's okay okay well, i mean it was whatever it was in reference to the trash can wasn't yeah, it? it was a human it fact checker it was not it was not it was no it? no it wasn't uh oh. I, I i think it was in regards to the iphone 7 but i could uh i could tell you in a sec well, that was cons- phil schiller oh that's <laughs> he should work for the <laughs> government uh that controller sounds cool though what controller? The new like standard oh, the controller, controller that they're gonna. Yeah, if you looked at the other slides. Yeah, it, um... it, it, it sounds it sounds cool until Microsoft rolls out some subscription service where you have to pay three dollars a month to use the haptic feedback or some shit. It's gonna j- just wait. It's gonna happen. Sorry, say that again. Like the 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 whole like like new controller. Yeah, it looks cool, but just wait until Microsoft rolls out some like Azure fucking subscription service where you got to pay two ninety nine a month to use the haptic feedback or something. (laughs) Like the 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 BMW heated seat subscription. Yeah, they're they're gonna roll out some cool shit just to be like, well, if you want to unlock the power of the X cylinder, six dollars a month. I don't think that's going to happen, but well, you know, I, I don't doubt anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Shane? Hmm. It was originally that keynote and then there was a callback to it at a later keynote. Got it. You were both yeah. right. Yeah. Look I at mean, that. I no, uh, you were right. I was wrong. No, no, we can no, both be no, right. No. Listen, 
Like compromises. I don't need to be right. I can tell. I can admit when I'm wrong. (laughs) I fucked that up. You can. (laughs) One thing I will give Microsoft though, I haven't seen this information myself. I don't entirely understand what's being said, but I've seen a lot of people saying that there's some document, some saying something that's like proving Game Pass is profitable. If if what I've been hearing is correct and that's what it's saying, I will concede that Game Pass is apparently profitable. I I didn't believe it, but but if Game Pass is actually profitable, ugh, good for them. They figured it out somehow. Oh yeah, there. Um, now that you mentioned that too, I don't remember the exact number, but there was a surprisingly high percentage of people who pay full pass. Yes, for game, yes. Uh, full price for Game Pass every month. Yeah, I don't pay it. I mean, why they left that exploit up for years and years. Yeah, it's the same like people buy like cheap gym memberships and then never cancel them, even though they don't go. It's like it's it's cheap enough that it's like not on your mind. So even if you don't touch it, you're not going to think about it. Uh, Yeah, the average the average paid price. Oh, no, that's that was in 2021. Um, Yeah, I am. I'm good until uh, September 15th, 2026, though. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I think to, I'm had to get in there before they uh, change things up again. Right. Meanwhile, I'm probably canceling my PlayStation One because of these price hikes. Oh, on the, uh... not, yeah. I'm, I think I'm done with that. I, I bought another year's worth right before the <laughs> price went up. Oh, I was. Th- I one of my friends was asking, like, "Oh, where's a place where I could get it cheap?" And I gave him the suggestion, but I didn't buy it for myself because I'm like, I still have like three or four months, and then the price increase got announced like two weeks later. I was mad about it. See, my, my, my plan was that they, it always goes on sale around holiday time and that like middle of the year sale that PlayStation always does where you can get like controllers for like $15 off or something. It always goes on sale then. I got an extra year. So now I can buy it whenever it's discounted every so often and I never have to pay full price for it. Mm. Oh, shit. Does mine expire? In, I think mine expires in November. When did the shift change? Uh, like two and a half three weeks ago something like that no sorry the shift to when it became like the tiered system because i oh, think that at that was... point when it switched i got like 18 i had like 18 months worth <laughs> i don't even remember that was That's, a while back that 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 is such a callback to a time where where derek spent like 15 20 minutes talking about how he was like trying to find playstation now cards <laughs> yeah and i just like do you use playstation plus <laughs> and just the like you know, now that you're asking, I don't <laughs> yeah. think I ever have. <laughs> so, yeah, that cracks me up to this day. Um, do we want to put a pin in the the Microsoft discussion? I There is a, a little bit more. Um, uh, I want to talk about Switch 2 for a second. Yeah, I, I imagine there's going to be more to come out of this leak. There was so much shit. And it's all dated stuff, so it could all be just... Yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's bound to be more stuff that people haven't discovered yet. So I'm, I'm sure this will come up again on the show at some point. But yeah, I've ranted about basically everything I've, I've, I've <laughs> been brooding on. <laughs> so the, um, so the newest Nvidia Tegra chip, the T two thirty four, um, was announced and confirmed somewhat recently. Um, and then on the, uh, let me get the exact thing on the same, um, uh, which is the T30, uh, the T234 is an ampere. So like a 3000 series, um, uh, NVIDIA GPU. Um, this is a mobile Tegra is a mobile processor, uh, silicon package. 
Um, there was an addition of a T239, which uh, everyone is now equating to custom silicon for the Switch 2. And that would also reinforce the rumors that this is going to be like a PlayStation 4 portable equivalent. Um, so this is going to be, they're going to ha basically have like a, uh, a 3080 in like a Switch um, uh, form factor. And seeing like, that's a, if you're looking at the old, what was the old one? They were on Maxwell, which was like two or three generations behind Tegra or Ampere. And this, like the power jump from whatever they were on before to the T2, T239 is fucking huge. So if this is true, the Switch 2 is going to be fucking amazing. And it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm gonna buy it and not play it. <laughs> <laughs> just just like all your other shit. Yeah, yeah. It has um, that monster honey coming along. At, at, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? Gamescom that just happened. Apparently, that was when uh, developers were getting like backdoor demonstrations of the Switch Two, and apparently, apparently, it was like. Um, like they were showing off like a high res, high frame rate Breath of the Wild and and showing off that it had support for DLSS from NVIDIA and all that sort of stuff, which is all uh, like quite exciting. I feel like it, it'll be interesting if that's accurate in terms of like the processor itself, just because it, feel, it feels like I, that can't be that efficient. And like, like how, what's the battery life going to be like on this thing if that is the case? Um, although this stuff's getting more and more efficient all the time, and especially with things like DLSS, like being able to take some of the headway off of uh, of like how much you need, how much power you need, uh, it could e could even be like like that stuff is um, more apparent or more widely used when you're on battery versus when you're docked or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it'll be really I, I like like if it switches so old, and I can't wait for a new one basically, uh, and I can't wait to see what it is, and I hope they keep the OLED screen as the default. Um, yes. Um, but there was, didn't they say that there might be like, there was no confirmation of an OLED switch to, I believe so. Yeah. Well, and they're pricier of course than an LCD. And so, um, is that, um, is it a means to keep the price of the system down as well? Yeah. And, um, when you get into these Tegra chips, um, they're more they, of a I'm more of a sour cream and onion fan myself, but <laughs> <laughs> they just they just sip sip on power. So this um you know NVIDIA is the only one making console hardware. Um everything is AMD with custom silicon. The Steam Deck is custom silicon, the the Asus Ally the what's the fucking Le Lenovo the Legion go. go the Legion go it's all custom AMD stuff um so I I don't see and Nvidia has got way more R&D and way more um money uh than AMD so they can really put some effort mm -hmm. into making like one super good like power efficient um uh chip so and if it is on it, if it is Ampere technology, there's going to be DLSS on it for sure. And um, 
I I think that like more and more stuff coming out that corroborates other stuff that's come yeah, out. Right. Is pretty cool. What do you think they're going to call it? Switch two. Switch two. Okay. Yeah. Logan? Even switchier. What do you think they're going to call it? <laughs> uh, I I feel like Switch two is too simple. But I also feel like they're scared of Wii U in it. Switch yeah. you. S- switch you. Switch. <laughs> they want to guarantee failure. Switch 64. You got to have a good one and then a bad one and then a good one and a bad one, right? I don't if 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 Derek's taking Switch 2, I'm going Super Switch. There was I was going to say there was Super um, Switch Tendo. Oh. There was um, um Switch Ultra 64. <laughs> dude. Uh Switch Dolphin. Wasn't it? yeah, Dolphin was the um GameCube. That's a GameCube yeah. emulator. No, that's but that was the, the like prototype. Yeah, the code name for it. I remember reading on some message board back in the day of some dude like it's going to be the dolphin. What if it's dolphin shaped and each of the fins are your controller? And, and I was and you can throw the PS3 boomerang at it. Yeah, and I was I was a kid at the time, and I was like, "Yo, this is fucking stupid. Like, who is this idiot?" Um, but and it was Satoru Iwata. <laughs> <laughs> there was um somebody uh my girlfriend showed me something funny because uh, my username on a lot of places is ss jaken that <laughs> somebody said uh you know if they call it a super switch then it's going to be ss and uh you're going to get <laughs> people are going to think it's a nazi thing or and then some guy came in like uh or you know a dragon ball thing and then i went and commented like yeah i get a lot of flack for my username all the time <laughs> um but uh, on this, on the topic of DLSS, NVIDIA said native resolution gaming is out. DLSS is here to stay, which I don't know. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. That's it. That's all I had to say. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. There is. Um, but yeah, the anyone wants to look at um, x-rays of NVIDIA uh, chips uh it's all uh here I'll, I'll copy yeah if you guys want to look at that feel free to uh feel free to enjoy but um that's that's it oh, for the oh wow i don't know what the hell i'm looking at well you see <laughs> inside of your playstation <laughs> yeah um i know that sony with the whole microsoft thing sony's got to be like, <laughs> mm, like this, this this doesn't look like any this doesn't look like anything anything like uh fuck what's the astro game on ps5 I wrecked it. Astro's Playroom. Yeah. No, wasn't that the VR one? No, that was Rescue Bot. Yeah. yeah Astro's Play. It's like this doesn't look anything like Astro Bots. <laughs> Astro's Playroom. <laughs> Jesus. All right, here we'll edit it out. We'll start over. <laughs> so, yeah, this doesn't you... look anything like Astro's Playroom. <laughs> <laughs> cut that! Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> um, Speaking so yeah. of DLSS, yeah. Uh, I don't remember was it on the show or not a couple weeks ago that I said I had ordered a PC but I didn't know if I was going to keep it or what I don't, I don't think know. you talked about it on the show no okay yeah no. so I don't know why I think it was like a girl drunk math. dialed me at like 2 no, in the morning crying no, I didn't. that definitely didn't happen mm. um, it was like a girl math thing like wow look how much money I could save on this PC uh, a, um, a what what did you oh call you're it? not up on the girl math thing it's like the new like trend on tiktok and other places it's like it's like when you <laughs> hold on i don't know you excoriated me 
or no was it no it was you you excoriated yeah. me for calling something a girlfriend game and you're over here going girl math no but that's it's different i don't i don't know how it's different you're you're, you're totally right <laughs> yeah. um but this one feels less mean because a girl uh, said it <laughs> i don't know who made it i don't know who made it up um <laughs> let's see girl math origins let's see <laughs> it's it um it, just uh, reminds- it originated from a New Zealand radio show called Fletchy, Vaughn, and Haley. Oh, I uh, listened to that. Yeah, the New Zealand radio <laughs> program. Um, he wakes up early every morning for it. But yeah, it's like you just—it's like a way of like justifying spending habits. Uh, that's, so, and that's, so- that's so funny because I remember like my parents having arguments when I was little. Of my mom like, look, I could save so much money. <laughs> yeah. It's on sale. My dad's like, no, you're still spending all this extra money on shit that we, and yeah. And you know, they're divorced now. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, th- there was like a price error and like discounts were stacking that weren't supposed to stack and no longer stack. And, and the cash back was very, very high. And so, uh, it felt like too good not to buy. So I ordered a computer and uh, because I've been, you know, for the last month since Baldur's Gate came out, I cared uh-huh. about PC games and then uh, knew that Starfield was coming out and playing Starfield at 30 frames per second feels like trash. And uh, you know, now it's on GeForce now, but let's not talk about that. Uh, and, and so I ordered a PC and then was like, I don't know if I'll keep it or not. Uh, and then the morning, one morning I was like, oh, I should cancel it. I don't need it. I should cancel it. And then like four minutes later, I got like a, your order shipped email. So it showed up last night. Uh, it's got like LEDs and shit, which I'm not, I don't like those. And I just haven't turned them off yet, but Michaela you're a walked, true gamer. Yeah. Now. Michaela walked in and she was like, oh, we're one of those houses now. Huh? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's also the it's the the GPU in it is like the fucking size of an Xbox Series S, basically. Like it's fucking wild how big it is. Um, and yeah, so then I was like, I don't know, like it'll be a while before I actually play it because I need to prepare the way and set it up all nice as I would like it before I can play anything on it. Part of which, uh, you know the the use case that i really see it for is like streaming either to my tv downstairs or to the steam deck and so uh i spent a little bit of time after work today figuring out how to like get the streaming app to change the windows resolution when i launch it from the steam deck so that it's like 16 by 10 instead of 16 with all the boring shit but i got it just before coming on so. oh you got it okay yeah yeah and now i just need to do the same for uh it's it's for... so much easier on windows i had to fucking hunt down that my that <laughs> nobody cares about linux anymore <laughs> yeah it was like it was <laughs> yeah. like uh 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 using like the geforce experience app to create some custom resolutions um because obviously like my monitor is 16 by 9 so 16 by 10 resolutions don't show up in windows but you can add them through nvidia and then like an ancient app called qres uh which is a command line utility to adjust your resolution (laughs) and so yeah what the fuck you're digging (laughs) yo dude this is like this is like me exploring linux i got this ancient app from some dusty (laughs) yeah yeah git repo it's a little command line utility that just can change your resolution and so uh sunshine which is like the the streaming host uh allows you to 
do commands when like you're launching or when you're closing an app. And so uh, I have the QRes commands in there to change the resolution when you launch. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I think I'm just going to use play night, which is like a front end rather than having each game in there. So when play night launches uh, from the steam, I'll have two records like steam, play night, steam deck, play night TV. When you launch it, it changes the resolution to 16 by 10. And when you on, quit it, it changes Mo- it back on moonlight. You can just add steam instead of adding all the individual games. So yes. Yeah. I think that that's true. I feel like there was, Oh, so, uh, Play Night has an option that you can have it automatically turn HDR on when you launch a certain game, when you launch certain games. Um, so for playing it on the TV, if the game supports HDR, um, it'll be easier because otherwise it has to be on in Windows all the time, which I don't want. I still think it's funny that, that uh, and this is just because we're, we have wildly different backgrounds, but the thought of playing a PC game on a tv is like sacrilegious it's like what are you what are you doing even like the like long like uh the couple times i think i talked about using mouse and keyboard to arrange my inventory in Baldur's gate 3 and like it's like aside from those very simple like oh i need to drag these things around i'm like how the fuck do you remember all the buttons like there's so many buttons on this keyboard no (laughs) way man i'm like Anything I can play with a controller, I'm playing with a controller. Wow. Um, you know, maybe that'll change. And and I'm sure, like, first-person shooters, yes, it would be very beneficial to you, figure are you that gonna, out. Are you but, like, play... a big-ass like a big RPG, like Baldur's Gate or something like that, where there's, like, 400 buttons, like, I don't know. That, are you going to seems... play Warzone with Logan and I? I you guys it. have never invited me. I could have played at any point. I, we've talked about it so much, and you've never voiced any interest. Yep, you, you haven't invited you... me. You would never. You would I say, used like, to play Warzone all the time, like in 2020. Well, you could you could be in this picture. Of I don't want to be in that picture, but <laughs> I, you know, I, now that the Spawn skin is coming out, maybe I'll buy that one and uh, drop in. You know, Josh, are you going to play Warzone with us? We're going to have a four stack. Uh, I don't have 200 gigs of spare on my hard drive. <laughs> do, I need a, do I need to buy you like one of those expansion cards? Those things are so expensive. Yeah, they just got they just dropped in price, but I think that there I think that there should be third party ones like sorry, like non because it was only one brand that had the license. I Corsair. can't remember who it was. Corsair. Yeah. I think that that's supposed to end soon. But yeah, that well, PlayStation, I almost bought a PlayStation 4 terabyte expansion, but I decided to hold out for Black oh, Friday. For PlayStation, you can get, get some cheaper. you can get them super cheap sometimes as well yeah, yeah. cuz they cuz they're just it's just standard SSDs. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think I think I saw it for like 180 and I yeah, was like, I think oh, you could do way cheaper than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I held yeah. off. Um, there's, um, you mentioned Starfield uh, and yeah. you've talked about it, but yeah, it's pretty mid. Um, am I using I've... that right? What did I use that right? Yeah. 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 Uh, bet. Uh, there was no, no cap. I came across no cap at all. Uh, Starfieldradio.com, and someone made a custom, radio that you can listen to while you play starfield oh, that's neat to make it feel more like when you're playing fallout yeah oh but that's i missed they, that they made one of the there's like music and like there's a couple of stations on there but one of them is called the black box with willie kind and it's just ai alex jones talking about <laughs> Starfield <laughs> shit, and it's so funny. He's like, "Oh, and the uh, and the so and so corporation, they said they were on this planet, and it's like 
perfect. Holy shit. It's That's so, so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah, starfieldradio.com. <laughs> and it's just on point. Like yeah. him, him doing his, like his, uh, what the, how do the pedophiles get AI <laughs> rant? <but it's> Starfield. <laughs> uh, I saw that a mod came out just today that makes the faces look good. Uh, I think the they game, look great. So. I think they look Are you fine. joking? They look fine. They look fine, but they, they shouldn't look fine in a like Microsoft's flagship game on this console or PC. They shouldn't look fine. They should look phenomenal. They put too much money into making that watch. Like spend a little less time on that cylinder and spend a little more time on these faces. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, all around me are <laughs> faces. So hopefully, uh, you know, next episode, hopefully I'll have some PC gaming impressions. The only thing I've done is jump into Baldur's Gate uh, to test the latency in Moonlight uh, and to uh, figure out if the, the resolution was switching properly. But it seemed, you know, uh, you know, maximum, max resolution, maximum settings. And uh, if, if I pop into the GeForce experience overlay, it's like 40% GPU utilization only. And so I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. This will be all right. Um, so I'm excited to see what fucking the new new Cyberpunk update looks like. Apparently it's very good. Um, and it meets my computer meets the requirements for like, the RT overdrive mode in 4K and everything like that. So. One of the... Um, which uh, they released a slide for like the RT overdrive for the new cyberpunk thing. And they, they got, there's um, I think a 7,800 from AMD is compatible with the RT overdrive. Nice. So, nice. So yeah, shouts out AMD. They're coming back. Um, one of the developers from CD project red was uh, put out a tweet that said, Hey, uh, when this comes out, like just, make sure your, your CPU is stable because we're going to be using all of the cores that are available. So like run Cinebench, test your computer and all these fucking mouth breathers on Twitter were like cyberpunk is going to melt your computer. Oh my God. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then he put out another tweet, which was so obviously written by PR saying like, no, it's not gonna <laughs> melt your computer. It's not what I meant, but we fixed the like multi-core bug, so it's going to use mm. all the cores it can. Well, and they they also yeah, like they upped the graphics quality and the models of a lot of characters and everything yeah. as well. So like it looks phenomenal, um, at least in the compressed YouTube videos I've watched of it. So <laughs> you know, look, <laughs> looking forward to the compressed Moonlight streaming video <laughs> that, I'll, that I'll watch it, that I'll play it on at some point as well. You can get those um, those optical. Uh, those fiber optic breakout boxes so you can yeah they're like they're pretty expensive though they're like $300 a piece yeah they're like $500 here oh and I think if that feels like feels like overkill <laughs> for what you're doing yeah. Josh is there any news or anything that's popped into your purview um, that you want to chit chat about I feel like we've been you know we've we as a company have invested in your sound quality and you've you've been <laughs> the least tell us about Mortal Kombat <laughs> 1 yeah yeah as far as news uh they did just have like this yakuza like i guess it's almost like a nintendo direct but just for yakuza and they announced that both the uh next uh game that's coming out in november is going to be day one on game pass and then they announced that like the next full sequel is coming out in january like the end of january 
which is kind of crazy because let me try to find the image, but I think there's like that week that it's coming out, there's like six other um, relatively high profile games coming out all in that same week. So it's kind of insane. It's like going to be impossible to keep up with. I was telling my coworkers today that, you know, I'm probably going to quit in January because I'm going to need that time. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure that I'm caught up with everything. But let me, I'm going to try to find the tweet, but it was like the Apollo Justice remaster trilogy is coming out. Um, Persona 3, the Persona 3 remakes coming out. Uh, the Yakuza games coming out. Uh, the Grand Blue Fantasy full on, like full RPG games coming out. Um, what else was it? Oh, Tekken 8 is coming out. Yeah, so, that's yeah. going to be sick. That's going to be sick. And it's all in like one week. And then I think three weeks later, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out. Oh, dude. I, so, geez. I, and this is probably because I have a TV from 2007, <laughs> but I got to the part where I got Aerith. I, I think your TV is closer to the the original release of Final Fantasy VII than it was the remake. <laughs> I I was gonna surprise everybody, but I'm getting a new TV tomorrow. Ooh, yeah. So uh, what Sony? What Sony did you get? No, it's it's so I have this bunk ass Vizio from 2007, which I love that there's a there's a fucking badge on there that says now with HDMI, <laughs> but. Um, I'm getting, uh, I have a friend, uh, who's moving and he's, uh, going to give me his, uh, he said it was a one-year-old TV that he bought brand new. Um, so I'm getting another hand-me-down Vizio. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're going to be able to see so many more pixels. Oh, dude. It's yeah, gonna be, yeah. Do you it's know gonna what be... series it is? Like MP or Q? Vizio. No, but what series? free it's a vizio <laughs> yes yeah they make some decent tvs <laughs> yeah. and they even have some oleds i have literally you, you weren't he's like you want this free tv and you weren't like what model is it no i was like <laughs> he's like yeah i have a. what if he's like you want this tr- this is trash to me you want this trash like, yeah <laughs> I mean, i'll figure I, out what it, like it's like a surprise i'll figure out what it is I when got, it gets I, here this is literally a hunk of trash on that's my... true it literally yeah that's true <laughs> I, yeah no matter what i would just upgrade. be curious like yeah i would like it my friend thank you so much what no. model is it so i can look it up I, I'm and of, judge you for your TV purchasing. No, I'm yeah, of of the mind of like someone's like, hey, I got an old computer. I'm thinking about throwing away. I'll take it. I'll take mm, it. I see. What is, oh, I guess you do have a, that big old hanger to store all your shit, dude. I have like this old P3 Dell PowerEdge server that is just. I'm like, I just want to clean it up and put <laughs> like Windows NT on it. But I'm like, what am I going to do with Windows NT? <laughs> so sorry to sorry to bogart you. Josh, we, um, we didn't talk about the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like so what much you... has happened since then <laughs> that it feels like it was forever ago. But yeah, there was a Nintendo Direct not that long ago and the Sony State of Play, which oh, yeah. from what I remember really didn't say anything except uh, give the Final Fantasy release date. And that the Spider-Man uh, preview is pretty cool. Oh yeah, the yeah, Spider-Man, the fo- the Spider-Man cool. preview of their third-party focused state of play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's every time I see more and more of that game, it's like I know it's only like a month away, but it's just getting harder and harder to wait for it. I mean, I'm I was stoked for the. Uh, it seemed out of left field that Princess Peach, like mm-hmm. thousand-year door looking, looking thing. Um, 
right? That, I think that was are two separate direct, things, though. I think. No, no, because it, it's in the like her game is in the style of sure, sure. Thousand Year Door, right? Um, well, like it takes place on like a theater stage, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, um, but I think it's cool because the last Princess Peach game we got was the one on the DS where she couldn't control her emotions. <laughs> Which <laughs> I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah like you say motions or emotions no the whole point of the game was like you were princess peach and like she couldn't control her emotions yeah so you would get her like like hysterically angry and she would get different powers or hysterically sad i don't remember that at all (laughs) oh she liked me for real (laughs) it's it's a it was actually pretty good but yeah i can't remember the plot reason but it was like some enemy or something took over the kingdom that made everyone emotional but it was just kind of funny that that's the one game that that's that you played as peach <laughs> oh it's but, yeah, yeah it's literally this called, new one's a much better look it's literally called super princess peach <laughs> um uh oh, i'm trying to get to the part where oh they can buy a drink called endless vibe it allows peach to use her vibes without having to man Man, the world has changed when you <laughs> tell me more about your vibes there, Princess Peach. So, hey, it uh, was it was uh, it was nominated for a Navigator Award of Original Children's Game. Hmm. What's a Navigator Award? I don't know. <laughs> it's NAVGTR. So um, and hey, it won the Internet Advertising Competition Award for Best Toy and Hobby Integrated Ad Campaign. Damn. So speaking of awards, I don't remember, like, I didn't give it too much thought when I saw it, but there's apparently some kind of Japanese video game award and they gave Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, like an award for like technical achievement or something. And I was like, for what? (laughs) Have a game that's like as close to falling apart as possible while still making it to market. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? Holy shit. And apparently um, I've been reading about the new DLC that came out last week and it apparently runs worse than the actual like main game, which already ran like crap. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? Because well, they, they know that people are going to buy 15 million copies of it regardless. It could be an empty box. Right. And people would buy 15 million copies it was like, of it. It was like when I bought Overwatch on the Switch and I was like, hey, there's nothing in here. <laughs> and it was just, I bought a fucking plastic piece of wasted plastic that i could put other games in um oh speaking of pokemon uh did anybody see the 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 commercial suicide that unity did yes um speaking of pokemon huh (laughs) yeah well no because pokemon is runs on the unity engine Um, does it really diamond and pearl Yep. Specifically, but yeah. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Wild. So to give like so Unity uh, is a game engine, one of like the most like it's just it's up there with like Unreal, um Unreal Two, <laughs> Unreal Three. <laughs> I, I can't think of any other game. Havoc. Um RPG Maker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's um it's a, a very prolific game engine. It's like fucking so much shit runs on it. Um, they released a new pricing structure and um, it was, as I said, commercial suicide. And there's that company's fucked. It's fucked. They, um, they can't. They haven't backtracked on it. Yeah. They, 
no, they, had, no. they started to by acknowledging <laughs> that people hate it. Yeah, it was like, we acknowledge the frustrations. We had no idea this was going to happen. But we thought people would be down. Um, so to I saw it, I saw their CEO, the, their current CEO also used to be the CEO of EA or something. And yeah. apparently at the time that he was trying to figure out like selling ammo to people in shooters. Yeah. Oh my god! So to, and you and you say it's far fetched that Microsoft will <laughs> charge you for haptic <laughs> feedback. <laughs> yes, because how could nobody would ever do that? Well, let me tell you the about ammo. Unity. The ammo didn't like the Unity thing's not going to happen because they're fucking dead now, or they will have to backtrack. Um, and the ammo, the ammo DLC never came out. Huh. Boohoo. When they market because uh, because they, they market tested it probably and people were like oh this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the whole world. Well, when I when I get to Monster Hunter now, I'll tell you about their pricing structure. Um, but to to put it into like a real brief nutsh- nutshell 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 yeah yeah nutshell. Um, um, I don't know why the the word nut cube came <laughs> came to mind, but to to consolidate it down, Unity is having a new pricing structure for their game engines. And they're going to start, there's different like thresholds that a game has to hit uh, before they this pricing structure goes into effect. But irrespective of that, they're going to start charging for installations of a game. And there was some, uh, and for like the low end, like, like indie dev, they were going to charge 20 cents per installation. And that brings up a lot of problems because... Oh, and they also they also said that like, hey, you're gonna get charged for installations, reinstalls, um, repair installs, and also installations from pirated copies of your game. <laughs> and then and someone's like, "What about this?" I'm like, well, call the fraud department, and we can help you with that. Um, but that's just that's you know, if you if you get a game on Steam. Installed on your computer, installed on your laptop, installed on your Steam Deck, like installed on your work computer. Like you, you know, you just bust it out. Like, you know, if it's a $10 game and you install it, you know, five times, you just took 10% of the profits or 10% of the revenue from that game for the person. So um, it's, it's, it's so, it's so bad. And they, they said, um, they clarified that the reinstallation. Uh, oh, they, they clarified that the installations are like per PC per device. But that brings another problem of how are they going to fucking track that? What? Yeah, it's making it sound like oh, so you guys also do spyware now. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. So that's great. Um, so yeah, I'm never playing a Unity game ever again, and because they're gonna fucking. Did did you guys see Terraria's devs uh, are donating $200,000 to two different open source game engines and (laughs) $1,000 a month moving forward? And and, and I quote, their their only stipulation is um, uh, all we ask in return is that they remain good people and keep doing all that they can to make sure these engines, the, to, to, to make these engines powerful and more approachable for developers everywhere. Damn. Yo, shouts out Terraria. Yeah, so. shouts out Terraria. That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have much commentary other than, wow, wow, like, 
Yeah. There they, was uh, there was some they, like they really did a speed run <laughs> ruining a company. <laughs> there was like some somebody that claimed to be an insider and said um uh like nobody knew and this announcement came out and everybody was in fucking panic mode. Um like I think like the Austin Oh, and like a bomb threat got called in on on both their offices, like their San Francisco and Austin office. And Jesus. it's it's like, you know, it's a it, it's a fake bomb threat. But do you really want to be the CEO to be like, don't worry, it's a fake bomb threat. <laughs> and then <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know a lot of details about it, but I know I saw like some conspiracy post on Reddit or something that like people are linking this back to the company going public in in recent history. And like this is like. Um, d- definitely a move from like shareholders pressuring unity into becoming more profitable. And it's like pe- people had brought up like individual people that like this person's going to be the CEO. Like just watch this. This person's about to be the CEO. Interesting. And like this is 100% what well, they're I, doing. I read on Yahoo Finance that um, nobody's – like nobody inside of unity has bought shares of the company and everybody is just has for the last like since the beginning of the year have been dumping shares and nobody nobody in the company has bought more shares in the company so something is going terribly wrong and this is like oh man pretty cool yeah which which uh, and the reason that you know i say like think speaking of pokemon how how are they going to track installations on a cartridge? Right. Spyware Didn't they something, say something weird. Like they were going to look at sales numbers and like estimate and like, <laughs> try to charge them based off of that. Jeez. <sighs> Lovely. That's going to go over. Well, <laughs> Lovely. It's just, yeah, it's been a, it's been a shit show, but, um, uh, yeah. Any other news we want to touch Derek? <laughs> Uh, no, but I just want to point out you told Josh to talk and then you didn't let him talk at all, basically. So let's let's hear from Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, what have you been I, playing? Um, I spent a lot of time playing Mortal Kombat. I was trying to catch up on uh, I was trying to catch up on the story modes for Mortal Kombat 11 and Aftermath before Mortal Kombat 1 came out, which sounds really confusing <laughs> if you don't know. What, <laughs> yeah. What we're talking about but yeah um have has anybody here played it no at all mm-hmm. like any of them no no i mean well, here and there but I, pl- not, I played nine and eleven not enough to mm-hmm. tell you which one i played yeah and also so, i thought that one was like a reboot but it sounds like maybe that's incorrect that is incorrect well it is and it isn't like uh mortal kombat one well the ending of eleven like the universe got reset and like mm-hmm. Raiden gave his powers to Liu Kang and made him like the new God. And Liu Kang like recreated reality essentially to try to avoid all of the constant like conflicts and stuff that happened mm-hmm. in every game. So this one picks up directly after that where Liu Kang's essentially what Raiden always was. And Raiden is what Liu Kang used to be, which is just like a human who was chosen by, um, by the gods to like represent earth or whatever. So um it's so there's a lot of that they made some really weird uh roster choices where a lot of like um longtime mainstays like sonya and kano and stuff like that characters like that they're not in the game or they're Mm. well one of the major changes that the game made is that 
they added like an assist character system that they call like a cameo system. Oh, really? And so there's some characters that are in the game, but only as cameos. So like Sonya and Kano are in the game, but and Jax and a lot of like real like OG characters, but sure. they are only in as assists, whereas a big chunk of the roster is made up of like PS2 era one-off characters from like Mortal Kombat, from like Deception and Deadly Alliance and stuff like that. A lot of like lesser known ones. Hmm. Uh, but it did seem like they were kind of trying to take an opportunity to establish faces that haven't been in the game for a while. A lot of the main characters from 11 aren't even in it anymore. Like they don't exist in this reality. Jeez. Uh, so they did take some risks. There's a bigger focus on like air combos in this game, which Mortal Kombat never really had before. And like story wise, it's kind of a trip. Um, it's hard to really talk about it too much without either spoiling it or without having to get into like the full context of the previous game. But it's like Did, it is a reboot, but a lot of the twists tie back to Eleven. So it's like I a, see. it's simultaneously like a sequel and a reboot. Um, but one of the real cool things about it, and this is a little spoilery if anyone doesn't want to hear it, but. Um, so on the uh, Mortal Kombat 11 had a uh, DLC story expansion that had Shang Tsung as the main character. And it was really cool, too, because they brought back the actor who played Shang Tsung from uh, the old like 1995 movie. And they modeled him after him. They had him do the That's voice cool. work and everything. Mm. Yeah, and they updated so, the model, too, right? Like old, like current age him. Right. Yeah. So you play as him in that DLC story. And at the very end, he challenges Liu Kang and you get to pick like who you play as. And there's two different endings, like a bad mm. ending where you where Shang Tsung wins and a good ending where Liu Kang wins. And, you know, you assume that the Liu Kang ending is the canon one. But like the big twist in the story for this one is that. Actually, both stories were canon and it like split the timeline. So, oh, like, great. The Shanks... Great. <laughs> yes. That's what so we need like, more, more right, split timeline stories. <laughs> yeah, which it's like, which they already kind of introduced in 11, but we kind of thought that they resolved it until <laughs> the big twist in this game. So it's like the the Shang Tsung from the bad ending ex also exists like side by side and they kind of renew their fight and you're kind of using the characters from Liu Kang's like wor um, version of... Wasn't there a Dragon Ball storyline where like two versions of somebody teamed up to fight two versions of somebody? Um, well, I know on Dragon Ball Super, they had like they had other universes where they weren't exactly the same, but they were like parallels of each other. So there was like a female Goku and like a female Broly. Oh yeah, but they I've weren't. Seen, they weren't like uh, called. They weren't called Goku and Broly. They were like their own characters. I've seen uh, fan art of those characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, but that's kind of what I spent my whole weekend doing. So I played through all three of those games. Um, other than that, I've been playing. I played a lot of Metal Hellsinger before it left Game Pass. What the hell is that? It's a first-person shooting rhythm game. So. I mean, you, I'm sure you guys. Ass. Is that the Doom? You guys have played um, like or at least seen Hi-Fi Rush, right? Because I, I know that got yeah. a lot of hype. So that one is kind of like a rhythm game cross with like Devil May Cry, I guess you could say. So this mm. one is a. It's a similar concept where 
you can either sh- you have like a sword and then you have different like guns like pistols and shotguns and that kind of stuff and yes. you're supposed to like pull the trigger and reload and stuff to the rhythm of the music yeah and like the the bigger that your combos are like more of the instruments start coming into like start coming into the track and then once you get to the highest uh once you get to the highest combo it brings in the vocals so it's like it's mostly original music even though some of the original songs do have like actual like big name artists on it too that from what i understand did it just for the game oh well uh it was really it's really it was a really fun creative game uh but towards the end like it did kind of get it uh kind of did have a difficulty spike so i made it to like the very final boss and it was about to leave game pass and i was trying to force myself through it but when i got to the final boss and i got killed I was just like, yeah, I can't, I can't play it anymore. <laughs> I've been playing it for like hours straight and I need a break. It sucked too, though, because the game has like a live system. So you'll play the whole level. And if you run out of lives at the boss, you have to start the whole thing over oh, again, damn. which I mm. kind of didn't have the patience for in that moment. I'm really glad you brought this up because I, I remember seeing it like when it first came out and reviews or like previews of it and it it's got very doom eternal like combat arena vibes yeah that's 100 percent what it is it's essentially doom eternal with a rhythm mechanic yeah um and doom eternal is probably one of my favorite fps's ever so that oh, really? yeah, was like right up my alley hell yeah no I'm, um, uh thank you for bringing this tr- oh yo they got the trivium guy and the lamb of god guy on on here so fuck <laughs> yeah, um, and I was surprised too, but there's a DLC pack apparently where there's like actual licensed tracks you can buy. Oh yeah. Oh, oh Surge cool. Surge is on there. Surge? Yeah, he's on he plays oh. on the he plays on the final boss level. There's an essential yeah. hit. So he was pack. serenading me as I got fucking massacred and got mad cool. and the game <laughs> yeah. off. Shoot to the beat of eight hit songs from bands like Muse, Depeche Mode, and Gorillas. Gorillas? And Paramore's on that pack too. Oh yeah, Paramore, Ooh. Disturbed, Down with the Sickness. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fuck. Yeah. Um, the ah, developers, damn. it described the content like this explicit lyrics. That's what it says. That's all it has. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's cool. Feel good. No, but Feel... it was really good. Like, I had heard bits, I had heard little bits about it. I'm sorry. And... I'm sorry. Sorry. Pause. Um, huh. Derek, I, 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 because you're not a big like EDM fan. I, I think you looked over this, but um, it's dab and bourgeois tsunami. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> that song is just so overplayed. Like, yeah. Okay, when it came okay. out, it was at every festival, every headlining DJ. There mm. was a million remixes. It was so ubiquitous that it, it became like, it ended up becoming like a meme, kind of like, you know, um, like Sandstorm became a like right, level right, like Martin Garrick's animals. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yo, I'm gonna Christ pose and play tsunami and at EDC. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, that that one that one made me laugh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't um, know what happened. Well, no, it's just the song that was included in the DLC was really funny to me. Anyway. Me too. <laughs> uh, um, so is, yeah. is it a spicy or mild Josh metal hell singer? 
Oh, Should I go spicy. buy it? Like I was considering I just buying it after it left Game Pass, but it's like forty bucks, so I was like, I'll wait till it gets cheaper than that. Especially because I literally have one level left, and that's it. <laughs> Train is um, half off yeah, on Steam. Something right that I'll see if yeah. I I wanted to look to see if there's like a physical copy, and if there is, I'll probably go out of my way to get that. I really enjoyed the game. Yeah, it's um you can get um the game plus one of the expansion packs for nineteen dollars and fifty six cents on Steam. Dope. So when I have a when I have a PC that'll let me play it, I'll keep that in mind. Let's 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 get Josh a Steam Deck. Is it and Logan? Let's get Logan a Steam Deck too. You guys missed the sale. Yeah. Yeah, it was still fucking expensive. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, need so, to, again, I need to find ways to cut back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're all we're all cutting back here. Um, Shane, you mentioned recently that you also were interested in Dot Hack. Have you have you have you done uh, any of that yet? No, I I went to go because I wanted to watch the anime before I played the game, uh-huh. and the only time that I had time to watch the anime, I was at my girlfriend's house, and it was free on like Roku TV, but it was subbed. And I turned to mm, yeah. her and I'm like, I don't feel like reading no. today. No. So I haven't. Um, okay. Okay. I just know I, I've just gotten a lot of angry texts about how archaic the camera system is. And <laughs> yeah, I've so I've been trying to play the first game, Dot Hack Infection. It, it always seems so neat. It's so <laughs> fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. And the fact it came out in like 2002 or yeah. something like that. I feel like since 2002, like I remember reading a review for it in like Electronic Gaming Monthly and being like, I should play that. And then like several times a year since then, I'm like, man, I should really get around to that dot hack. Like just the whole like, because I think you didn't even the, the discs came with like a DVD. Yeah. had some of the anime as well, which it felt totally unique at the time. And then it was the whole like, you're within an MMO sort of thing. But yeah. Yeah. I think so the, the idea of being in an MMO, but not having to talk to real people like sounded, sounded dude, it's great so to 12 cool. year old me. It's so cool because yeah, the story starts with dot hack sign, which takes place that released like two months or something before okay. the, the first game. And that take that, that in the story takes place like months or like years before the game, but it's set in the same MMO world. So like there's stuff in dot hack sign that kind of sets up what's happening in the, in the game, but it's not super important stuff that like, you're going to miss something if you don't watch it. But then, yeah, the game was released across four parts. So it's, it's like, it's like a final fantasy ass, like four disc JRPG, except they sold every disc. So, <laughs> uh, so and these some of them are very expensive nowadays. Kind yeah, of the, like the success- Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, but but yeah. So, uh, the success of Part Four was directly impacted by the success of Parts One, Two, and Three. So you can get Part One for like fifteen bucks. You can get Part Two for like twenty bucks. Part Four, two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> It's uh, it's literally the second most expensive game on PS2. Damn. So, what's I've the first Xenoblade, Xeno, Xeno Three? I'm assuming. Like Rose, no, I'm, Rose, I'm, or uh, Haunting Ground. Haunting Ground, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rule of Rose is also up there, but Haunting Ground's number one, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but but hey, yeah, that's I, my new backpack. I've been trying to play Dot Hack Infection because I recently got my like memory, my like PS2 yes, memory card right, SD right. thing. And it's great. It's it's so cool that I can play it. 
but I've been trying to like I I hooked my PS2 up to my like big TV because I want to get like engrossed in this, but I don't have like a good upscaler or like a retro tank or anything, so it looks like shit. And uh, but you know, you know, if you had a Steam Deck, if you had a Steam Deck, yeah, I know, I know, but uh, it, it, between Shane, put it on your Steam Deck just to take a picture to show him how it could look, and then never play it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 my, I, sorry, segue, but I brought my Steam Deck over to my girlfriend's house to like hook it up to the TV and play some games, and. uh I was like, this is my library. What do you think? And she's like, dude, none of these games look like, you know, games that I would play. Like, she's a big, like, her, her idea of games are like, do you want to build a farm or do you want to build a farm? <laughs> and I was like, well, look at my emulator. We can, like, look, I got a co- I got bug on <laughs> Sega Saturn. <laughs> she's like, bug? And then I was like, look, I got croc. Crack like, two? Like, like, two? Yeah, she's like, "What's crack?" Like, look, and I loaded it up, and I'm playing it, but I forgot I had locked the f- FPS at 30, so it was all cr- the audio was crunchy, and it was moving real slow. And she's, <laughs> and she's like, "So this is crack, huh?" Like, just wait till we get to crack two. Ah. So, <laughs> but 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 yeah. So between between my uh, my PS2 looking like shit on my big TV, like, dude, all the text is fucking blown out and haloed and and like i can't get it to not be stretched to the to the oh big, shit and it it looks like shit so between that and it just controlling like a 2002 game it's been painful trying to play it i've officially given up and i've just been watching a bunch of stuff about like story recaps so i can play <laughs> dot hack gu last recode on ps4 uh since like it, it, it is a continuation of the story but it's like it's its own story it takes place in the universe. The events of Dot Hack, uh, in- infection, mutation, all, all those that happened. But this, but Dot Hack GU <sighs> takes place in like version two of the world. Oh shit! So it's like that's just history. It happened, but we're we've moved on. What's the first? What was the first game again? Infection. Uh, infection. Yeah. It's uh, so weird that they came out with the second series a long time ago but they've never brought out a remaster of the first series dude it drives me insane i wish they would it looked like garbage like i I saw like the opening scene i was like yo i remember this looking better on (laughs) toonami it's it still looks really cool damn they say it's only about 17 hours that's pretty good i like that yeah you gotta really (laughs) know what you're doing though because it's like (laughs) the like people also ask it pops up and it says is is hack infection hard it says dot hack infection is a far from perfect take on the now populated RPG genre that does have a couple of issues. It's short, it's not very difficult, and the camera manipulation needs a whole lot of work. It does definitely. <laughs> uh, my biggest complaint with the camera is, y- I so I remapped the controls. There's like a few different control schemes. The default is moving the camera with L1 and R1. Oh God, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, not happening. So, but there was an alternate mapping where it moves it to the right stick, which is like, okay, this feels normal. But you know how a controller axis is like up and down and left and right. This takes it and shifts it to an X. Oh no. So, so if you want to move the camera like to the left and, and, and you, you think, okay, I'll move the stick to the left. That does nothing. You have to move it to the left and down at an angle, and that moves it to the left. I cannot handle it. 
Oh my god. I can't handle it at all. That doesn't sound functional. It it hardly is. It, there are so many cool ideas in this game, but it plays like shit. There's got to be like a ROM hack where they fix this. I was just this. thinking, yeah. There has to and, be. And Someone it's still, has and had to, to fix it. Just to clarify too, it's still like this in the remaster? I don't know. I haven't played. I haven't started .hack GU yet. Mm. Uh, I I just like in, installed it. I've wanted to like watch a couple things on the original series so that like I feel like I kind of played it. <laughs> but but no, the game itself is so cool because for being like 2002, it feels like a wildly accurate like fake MMO where where like you go to the hub world and there's AI characters running around that are supposed to be other players and there's like chat bubbles above their heads of them like replying to other ai characters mm. like they're chatting in game huh and there's a whole bunch like there's maybe like 10 or 12 p- total people in the hub world so like it's sparsely populated but i mean it's ps2 but like the way the ai is set up it's like they're all like running to different shops and stuff and like some congregate in like a like a town center sort of area and but like none of the AI is moving like together. It's like there will be a couple people going towards the weapon shop and then they stand there for a while. Then one of them leaves and then a few seconds later the other leaves but it goes to a different place. So like it it's ra- fe- does it is it random or do you think it's like sequential? It has to be so sequential because it's it's like pretty consistent but it's still just really impressive that they did that and it feels like accurate. It, it 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 hits the the tone of playing an MMO in 2002, and it, it it there's just so many cool ideas in it. It just plays like shit. <laughs> so I'm I'm moving on to dot hack gu. There's got to there's got to be a rom hack of that. There, there has to be. I if there's not someone's if if people got dot hack fragment the the multiplayer game like translated and working as a rom hack someone's had to have fixed the controls <laughs> uh, i wonder if it runs on unity <laughs> um sorry i never mind sorry i was looking at the wiki um damn well i guess i'm not playing that yeah i mean if if there is a ROM hack, I'd say try it. I mean, even if there's not, like, give, give it a shot. It might come a little more naturally to you than me. Oh, just because I'm older than you. I'm old. No, because Got you'll be it. playing it on a Steam Deck, and may- maybe that makes a difference not playing it on a PS2. I mean, it's gotta, like, an emulator, you have to be able to, like, remap it somehow. Yeah, you, there has to be some way to make it play better than on actual hardware. What do you think, Dirk? Couldn't you just do, like, with how customizable the Steam Deck's controls are, couldn't you just map, like, can't you remap what the sticks do? So couldn't you remap going left on the stick to L1 and going right on the stick to R1, and then you would just have, just be able to go left and right? Yeah, you could do that easy. Yeah. Get a try, Steam yeah, Deck. I, I don't send Logan a vid- try it and send Logan a video. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um you're gonna you'll get them on that linux <laughs> dude i could one I of could, these days i could see like logan getting some obscure piece of software to do something 
for like audio, you know, on his tapes. And he's got a spin up Ubuntu or something. And then like a week later, he's like, I get it now. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, it's just wow. I have wow. a fucking, I haven't shaved in like three weeks. I have a beard. <laughs> I have sticky notes all over the place of code. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what else did you play? You played, yo, we got a three stack of Warzone for the first time. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing a little Warzone. I, I finished Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Again? And, uh, yeah, I finished, uh, I have a couple DLC packs to do, but I haven't bought them yet because they're I'm waiting for them to go on sale. I've played a lot of this game, so I'm I'm cool taking a break. But the the DLC made the game like it. The DLC fixed a lot of complaints I had, where like all the fights feel the same after a while. At, at least the like future Trunks DLC, where you play like the history of Trunks story, uh, where like there's some fights with that like you're not supposed to win, mm-hmm. and that's like one thing I loved in like specifically like Budokai Tenkaichi two. There are some fights where like your goal wasn't to win it was like last like two minutes because like there are some that's, fights in lasting two minutes that's pretty tough yeah but but but, but no just, just the fact that like in dragon ball z there are like some fights that people just get their asses beat and it's like it's it's a little weird playing like the namek saga and like oh you're as you're playing as vegeta fighting frieza and you win and then the cutscene is vegeta getting his fucking ass beat <laughs> it's like that's not really what I just did in the game, but okay. So it's like I I I like whenever the, these games like have those fights where it's like, yeah, the, the androids found you and you're fighting them, but like you're not supposed to beat them. You can't mm. beat them. You're just supposed to like m- meet like a couple objectives in the right. fight, and th- and then you guys escape. And j- just stuff like that like makes it feel fresh after a while. But then like I play that, and then I played the like. The Resurrection F uh, DLC where Frieza comes back and like they somehow made the game feel just as lame as Super (laughs) where it's like, okay, yep, cool. I'm fighting all these people again. And like the they they broke the power scaling in the game the same way they broke it in the anime where it's like, oh, we're for Super Saiyan gods now. And it's like in in at the beginning of the game, if I was like level like 35 fighting an enemy that was level like 38. They were beating me senseless. But in this DLC, I'm like level 150 and Freeze is like level 200 and I'm just fucking wiping the floor with him. So it's like that. That reminds me. I was um, looking at movie tickets and um, I ended up buying movie tickets for a a showing in January uh, during the anime expo like film fest. Um, it was for Cowboy Bebop, so it's worth it. Uh, don't judge me. Uh, yeah. Fuck you. I, I, no one judged me, but Shinichiro Watanabe. Um, but now, Josh, do you see what, what is being booked for the next Dragon Ball movie in theaters? Uh, no, I didn't. It is the uh, 10th anniversary of Battle of the Gods, and I felt so fucking old. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were going to say evolution for some reason. <laughs> but it's funny. I don't know how I never knew this, but apparently Dragon Ball Super and well, Battle of Gods and then it eventually became Super. But apparently the only reason Battle of Gods existed was because Akira Toriyama was so offended by Dragon Ball Evolution that he didn't want that to be whole. Oh, so he came back and made a new movie. Yo, that's the that is the best redemption story ever. Damn. Yeah. And I don't. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this either, but 
uh, one of the characters. Um, what's the guy's name who played Spike on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, um, James Madsen. Dare that sounds right. familiar. Yeah, that sounds but familiar. <laughs> apparently, he was a big Dragon Ball fan, that... and he played Piccolo in Evolution. Yep. And yep. was like personally hurt <laughs> that he contributed to it. Yep. And yep. so years later, when Super came around, he they cast him as like the voice actor for one of the main villains of one of the arcs. And so he kind of also got his own redemption by yeah. actually being Interesting. a character in something yeah, that you, most people enjoyed. I remember you telling us that. Like, fuck. Yeah. I, re- I remember I was talking, I think I was talking to Logan, but that like the topic of Dragon Ball Super came up and I sent him Chow Yun Fat as Master Roshi and he he had never heard of the film. You had no like well, you had, I've heard of it. I just never saw it. Like so it, I only ever saw the like posters of like the dude who's supposed to be Goku just kind of standing there looking like a guy. Yeah, and I sent you Chow Yun Fat and you were like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> um so but continue. I cut I cut uh cut you off. Who did I cut off? Sorry, I, I cut know. you all off. Everyone, you're all fuck you. I I, I was pretty much done. I, I don't. That's that's about all, all I've been doing. Um, I'm looking up the cast of Dragon Ball Evolution. Justin Chatwin was Goku. Uh, what is he? Damn, he's not really uh doing much. <laughs> um, he, he has a he has a lifelong legacy. To live off of. He was in Smallville. <laughs> hey. Yeah. He was in Doctor Who. Yeah. Man, this guy's just been in garbage. Like he's anyway. All right. Anyway. Um, so played Warzone with Logan and Lee. It's Warzone. Like whatever. Let's <laughs> fuck it. But I had a relapse. I played Overwatch too. And um I was, uh, I was like, you know what, like getting into it, getting back into Sombra, playing that. And uh, I was like, man, just everything is different. Like I, all my muscle memory, because I haven't played Overwatch since like the whole Hong Kong, free Hong Kong controversy. So it's been a number of years. I, I actually, I was playing a competitive game and just terrible. And I got in voice chat and I called out. I was like, oh, I hacked McCree. And I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> they changed his name <laughs> because of the rape. <laughs> um uh but then i got uh like i harassed courtney i was like yo you gotta play overwatch with me um and then i made a post on the sombra subreddit and i was like hey like i haven't played since hong kong like what's new and someone's like yeah they're completely changing her in 19 days you should play somebody else (laughs) oh (laughs) great great (laughs) um but i was looking at the character select screen and i was just hit with like porno ptsd because i'm like man i've seen all these characters get dicked down hard on spankbank.com so um it's overwatch um i got it running at 600 frames per second so i'm <laughs> like the engine doesn't go faster but um uh two two things uh i was at at my girlfriend's house and we were trying to find games to play together and you know, she was showing me all her farm. She's like, do you want to build a farm or build a farm? Or we can play the raft where we build a farm on water. You want to do that? <laughs> and, um, and then I was like, well, you could get like six days in Fallujah. Like I said it jokingly. And she's like, no, no, I don't think I could play like PTSD simulator. 
and um uh and then i started talking about all the new shit that just got added to it and i was like listen like we're different gamers you got excited when they added bees to minecraft I got excited when they added flares to Six Days of Fallujah. So maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe we're not meant to play. But yeah, they added flares to Six Days in Fallujah, and you can do night missions now, and they can do weather missions. And that's cool. It's it's really cool. And I was talking to my buddy who was um, uh, somewhere in the Middle East. He did stuff over there, but I showed him the video of the the flares. I'm like, does this? like look realistic and he's like oh yeah that's whew, yeah that's that's sending me back and he told me like how they didn't call it flares they called it loom which illumination so now i can pretend like i'm cool when i get in there but, <laughs> um this um the game dev is doing everything right for pre-release they're constantly keeping the community updated they're putting out fixes they're hearing from the community they're looking at like the play data they they added you know you can have a sandstorm you can have night missions you call in flares um they have a new it's called war game mode where you can completely tune everything like how like the procedural generation of the buildings like how dense it is or how open it is how many how aggressive the ai is uh aggressive the weather is um you can just tweak everything they they give you like a complete like customize your own everything um and i was like damn this is like the best 40 bucks i've ever spent like <laughs> every every couple of weeks it's a whole new game and it's just getting like derek you mm, maybe now that you have a pc i don't know i don't think i i don't know if this is a derek game or not it doesn't sound like, it's multiplayer so it doesn't sound like one yeah yeah um but the the other game that i've been completely absorbed in well it's two games sorry i'm remembering uh has anybody played monster hunter now nope nobody monster Didn't hunter play it now then either specifically no yeah yeah so uh has anybody played pokemon go no ever oh okay well Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you about Ingress. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so po- Monster Hunter now is just Pokemon Go, um, uh, and it's really fucking cool. And <laughs> I think they they they're implementing Monster Hunter in that whole Pokemon Go like universe, um, or like ecosystem. But it's I get it. Uh, it's really fun. That my only gripe with it. Like there's really not much to say other than it's Monster Hunter where you find stuff in your neighborhood and like all the old Pokestops are like gathering points so you can get bugs and shit. And there's you know, you can buy gems with real money to get other shit, but the my only gripe with the game so far is if you move too fast, like you're in a car, it just shuts everything down. Like all the monsters, all the stuff that interacts on on the map just goes away, and it says you're moving too fast. And I I think that's kind of frustrating because even if you're like I remember being in a passenger like playing Pokemon Go on the reg, and there's got to be I don't know if this is a push to stop people from GPS spoofing or whatever, but um, I think it's because people were getting in like car accidents and shit trying to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, while that driving. was definitely a thing. Oh. Well, like, that makes sense. Because Pokemon does the same thing now, too. Oh, it mm. does? Yeah, where it'll say, 
you're moving too fast and it lets you click a button that says I'm the passenger, but nothing will, yeah, that, still nothing will work even if you say you're a passenger unless you're going a certain speed. They, they implemented that like pretty quick, right? I would say within the first like probably six months to a year, yeah. yeah really? I feel like I remember that and I yeah, same. didn't play longer than a year. Hmm. Hmm. So I'd imagine. And before that, it was great because you could be a passenger and like if you're just driving, like some, like your partner's driving, and you're just fucking picking up pokeballs and shit because you're driving or past you all the pokeballs while you're driving. I mean, yeah. I did it while driving. Same. You had I remember time. there was uh, there was actually like a Pokemon Go bus where you could <laughs> rent time on the bus, <laughs> Holy and shit. they would just drive around populated areas while you played. What an incredible cottage industry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you had a Pokemon complaint. Speaking of Pokemon, Josh. Yeah. It- it kind of segues from Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go was the first one that really had raids that you could do in any Pokemon game. And so that kind of carried over to Pokemon Sword and Shield where the raids were ass for different reasons. But <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the raids are so much worse. Really? And um, How, how could it be worse? Thing... Well, because in Pokemon Sword and Shield... It sucked because if you didn't get a full team of like real players, the AI was really, really dumb and they would never do anything. So it would be like they were just like a wasted slot and they would usually force you to lose. Um, and then just different things where sometimes it would take a long time for the attacks to register and everything. So I guess their attempt to fix that in the new game, everything kind of runs semi in real time. So when you pick your attack, you're supposed to attack and then the computer attacks back but the game gets really confused as to who attacked when so sometimes <laughs> the computer will attack you three times in a row sometimes it'll <laughs> skip your turn sometimes the screen will just freeze for 30 seconds and it says nothing happened then all of a sudden it says you're dead and you have no idea why <laughs> like sometimes one time the game froze for a long time and then all of a sudden the opponent like the the raid target was dead and then i had no idea how that happened Jeez. oh so it's just it's frustrating and but then they did fix the um ai problem so now if you get stuck with ai partners they're actually pretty competent so it's like they've fixed everything that didn't work in the last game but they broke everything else and it's just a really <laughs> horrible experience but to make matters worse like the last couple of Pokemon games like have zero post game and their their replacement for like an actual real meaningful post game is to essentially just treat the game as a live service where they're always rotating different raids, different Pokemon that were supposedly quote unquote cut out of the game because they didn't have the time and resources to oh. add them only to add them later for as raids Fuck and you. stuff like that. Damn. Yeah. Has, ha- like, has there ever been like a meaningful post game in Pokemon? Like the only thing I can think of is... Go get Mewtwo, but that was. I mean, it got progressively more detailed than that. Like, G- Gold Gen and Silver two. had the entire map from the first. Yeah, I was game. just yeah. thinking, Gold and Silver was like right. That's right. I've been thinking about that game a lot the past few days. I wanna, I wanna re- replay Gen two. No, yeah, Gen two, Gen two is my second favorite. So, and that's a big reason why <laughs> that. Um, and I guess it goes back to just the state of the current Pokemon games because there's like a urban legend that i guess is apparently it's true but um they game freak couldn't fit gold and silver onto a game boy cartridge and then they had iwata come in who was just like a programmer at the time and he uh apparently there was just like a ton of like wasted space and it was coded so 
like inefficiently that Iwata cleaned it up so well that not only did they have space now to fit gold and silver on the cartridge, but they had space for a whole other map, which is what inspired them to add the first That's insane. map. Into wow! It. Didn't didn't he like physically print out the code too? And he was like something like that. Yeah, literally looking at pages of the Game Boy code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's crazy, but yeah. So like each Pokemon game did have like progressive more post-game content uh like I'm, I'm, rem- after... I'm remembering i'm remembering now like battle tower in sapphire that was like the last one that i played to any meaningful capacity like... right and then like emerald added even more to that and then um every game from that point on had like battle towers and then uh i think ruby i mean um diamond and pearl added the underground multiplayer mode and it added the um like the Pokemon contests and stuff, which was like a different type of battling that was like a side activity. So I think when they got to the 3DS games, the side content started regressing, but the Switch games pretty much have zero side content. Their version of side content is just an endless cycle of new raid events that um, comes through like every couple weeks. That's for why do you, why do you still do it? Well, because I'm a, I'm a fucking slave to fun. So that's, that's what they've been doing (laughs) lately is um in scarlet and violet specifically they have what they call like a um unrivaled pokemon that are only around for like two weeks so what what they've been doing is introducing starter pokemon from previous games that were arbitrarily removed from the game just so they could get you to come back later to play i mean that's um, smart on them and and, and that that's kind of cool though right because that means you don't have to like trade those pokemon to get them well i mean Every other game, they let you just transfer your Pokemon from previous games, but now this one, you can't do it without a paid subscription or by playing uh, or by playing the raids. Wasn't uh, there? Okay. Um, was it you, Josh, that was trying to like complete the Pokemon? God, like Pokédex. Yeah, but like there was like the Pokebank. Was that you? That... Oh yeah, I was trying to bring everything over from Pokemon Bank, which I I did. I think I did that, but. Yeah, now it's like, and that, that's a whole other complaint, but the sh- the short version of it is now you could transfer everything from Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home, which is the new version for the Switch games, except there's still a pretty decent sized list of Pokemon that cannot be transferred to any game. So it's like... What? 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 So it's what? like, if you transfer those Pokemon into Pokemon Home, they're just trapped because you can't add them to any of the games <laughs> since they cut the roster damn that's there was there was pokemon a guy, purgatory <laughs> there was a yeah. guy on youtube that took a pokemon blue pokemon and transferred it like all the way up to a 3ds one um mm. and it was just funny like watching him like have to go through all these weird hoops and like get apps on his phone and send them to there and then I mean, yeah, dedication. I think like every I think pretty much every generation had some type of app or program that you needed to be able to transfer to the next one. So I think the furthest back you can go is the Game Boy Advance game. So if you transfer all the way up from Ruby and Sapphire to um, Scarlet and Violet, it's like you have to use you have to transfer. I think you can you have to transfer them to the ds game by putting like the gba cartridge into the gba slot <laughs> on the ds yeah but then it puts them in a special area where you have to recatch them 
So then you recatch them and then the transfer them from diamond and pearl to black and white. You have to tr- um, download a special program called Poke Transporter. That's what it that was. Converts them to that. And then from there, you have to move it from Pokemon black and white to Pokemon bank and then distribute them from Pokemon <laughs> bank into either sun and moon or um, Jeez. Um, X and Y. And then if you want to move them to the switch games, you have to transfer them back into Pokemon bank and then transfer them into Pokemon home. <laughs> And then hope they're on one of the game's rosters, so they're not trapped forever. And then, Jesus uh, and then transfer Christ. them there. So it's yeah, it's a process. But that feels like that clip from The Office where Michael's exchanging his his USD for like Canadian, and and, and he like he trans he like converts too much, and Austin's like, you don't need that much cast, and he's, he's like, put put it back. And so they like transfer the the, the money again to USD. It, it, but then another person comes up. He's like, "Oh yeah, get in cash, get more." And he's like, "Okay, put do it again." And, and Oscar's <laughs> like, "No, come on, we gotta go." And he's like, "Do do do it again." And by the time he's done, he's lost like forty percent of his money to the to the transfer fees. Oh my god. Uh, um. So, uh, man, uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> Do you have any more Pokemon grievances? Uh, yeah. So, like, the main part of it was they just came out with a Mewtwo one, uh, Mewtwo raid, and then they gave out free Mews like two weeks before. But you compound all the complaints that I just had that I just brought up about how the raids work in this game, and then you have this Mewtwo raid where you're pretty much only supposed to use this Mew that they gave you, but it was like a level five Mew, so you had to use a shitload of you had to grind a ton or use a ton of resources to be able to build it in a way to where it's viable. And then Mewtwo is so powerful that like only one specific type of build could beat it. So it took all the fun out of team building because you pretty much could only <laughs> do it with one particular strategy. And if you weren't doing it with people you knew, you just had to fucking hope to God that everybody <laughs> who gets randomly paired with you knew what to do. <laughs> so it was very frustrating. I think I was playing it for... well. I have I have two versions of the game. The first one I lucked out and caught the Mewtwo on my second try, but on the other game, I think I was playing for like three and a half hours before I found a team to beat it. You know that 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 Pokemon raid system sounds like playing uh, Six Days in Fallujah. Like you hope you get you get with someone that's got a mic and knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Except uh. you can't even have a mic on this game or oh, anything uh. because <laughs> they don't want you cussing out children. <laughs> Oh, Which is fuck. another thing, too, because you could tell sometimes kids are just bringing in their favorite Pokemon to the raid, and then everyone just starts mass quitting because if it's not a meme, you know you're not winning. Oh, so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fucking kids. Oh, man. Um, yeah, when I was an hour or two, I was the first one to quit. I was like, fucking kids, dude, I'm tired of this. <laughs> uh, did you get it, though? But yeah, I did. Oh. Eventually. And then I was, I was, right after, I was like, I called Megan over. I'm like, let me show you how hard this is. This is fucking ridiculous. And then I just fucking steamrolled it <laughs> on my third on my third attempt. Like as soon as I was trying to complain you, to Megan how you, terrible it was, you gaslit yourself. Pretty maybe much. Maybe I'm the problem. Um, right. I'll, uh, I'll 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 wrap up the the other game that I'm completely absolved in. Uh, Monster Hunter. Now it's Pokemon Go with monsters. It's but it seems there's a lot more to do than just catch Pokemon and like fucking whatever like you have all the armor and weapons and stuff and there's like daily quests and quests that you can do that are like you know go find a swamp and go fight a swamp monster or shit like that but the other game and this might be this might be this might tickle logan's uh piano strings hmm? Hmm. interesting 
Um, I picked up a game called No Sun to Worship. It's on Steam. It's currently $6.39. The system requirements are 64-bit processor. So uh, it runs completely in software. Um, and it's made by a guy named Antonio Fryer. And he makes like these... It looks like PlayStation 1 um, Splinter Cell. What's this called? No Sun what? to Worship. And it's like Splinter Cell if it was on a PlayStation 1. Now, the textures aren't warbly. There's some things that are warbly, but it's a really like low like low graphic low tier super simple game but um it um you play some kind of sam fisher guy in this dystopian future and the story's really ham-fisted like it shows like atomic bombs going off and it's like we killed the sun and they killed the earth to kill each other and um you you have no idea like who you are what you're doing that's the whole point of the game is to like piece together like who these people you're killing and who you are but the the gameplay is splinter cell um but it is really trimmed down and super simple and you have a you have a light meter and you have a sound meter um so different textures and different surfaces make different noise um light you know all that stuff um you're kind of like a robot dude so you, you can hit a button to make your feet silent it silences your footsteps but it takes away your health so there's like a payoff mm. on there but um the the you're just plopped into a level and you have targets and you have to go find these guys that look, they're in orange jump shoots and they're tied up and they've got uh bags over the heads they look like prisoners of war and you have to find them and kill them Meanwhile, there's guards um, all around the map and you can sneak up to them and stab them or you can do headshot them from a distance. Uh, you have a silenced pistol and you have a, an SMG. Ammo is extremely scarce. Like you'll find maybe one, maybe two like ammo drops in the game. So you have to be really conservative with what you shoot. You can survive a like gun battle uh with an smg if like the guards get alerted but pretty much like you know if if you get if too many guys shoot you like you're you're dead um the only way to get health is to go up to dead bodies and like collect them uh so you have to so if you run out of health you got to kill somebody and go up to their dead body and collect it um and during the tutorial it you know spoon feeding you like okay this is how you crouch and like watch out like if you walk through water it's going to be really loud but at, at one point it says hey take the game very slow and then later in the tutorial it's like i'm serious take it slow and um it really reminds me of gamecube splinter cell where you're sitting there like watching people um and just like following their patterns and you can um you can mark people so you can see where they are like th like th through the walls and and it's a uh, really stunning music is really cool controls are tight it it runs great on the steam deck um runs great on docked mode um there's like five or six levels but they get progressively bigger there's no map so you're dropped into this level and you just have to remember like the map so when you go out and you kill the guys then you have to go find the exit um there are some guards that have helmets on that you can't headshot so you do the only way to kill them is um uh sneak up behind them and like break their necks um 
It's uh, really engrossing. Reminds me of Siphon Filter and Splinter Cell. Uh, the graphics are really pretty. Music is really good. Um, and the whole point of the story is like you have to piece together the story. Um, I've been absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, and, this looks fucking awesome. I yeah. wish I could play it. You, you could probably play it on fucking what's it called metal what's the thing derek what's metal metal's like a the, like a the graphics uh compiler thing engine that the yeah. mac uses but it's uh yeah i think you're talking about the porting tool that they yeah are oh making, so that's not like a use end user thing. no no it's not. Oh, okay um i bet i bet you could download steam buy this and run it in the proton compatibility layer i bet you could do that basically what the steam deck does because this wasn't validated on the steam deck at all and i just ran it and i'm like oh it'll work and Mm -hmm. it it had to do its own proton compatibility thing the first boot up took like a minute but it just works fucking flawlessly and there's literally like it's so everything has to run in software so you don't need like any kind of hardware compatibility so for seven dollars, I think, I think you could do it. I think you could run it on uh, on there. But um, was anybody else like big into these kind of stealth games? I was. Uh, I feel like I don't think that I would care for it now, though. I loved like Splinter yeah. Cell and stuff back in the day, but yeah, are you, are, I used I would... to like Splinter Cell to a point, and then I would get stuck somewhere and then get mad and never play again. <laughs> I um, do you guys? I, I had Splinter Cell on the GameCube and you could hook a GBA up to your GameCube and use that as like a radar and you could like control gun turrets <laughs> on your Game Boy and like man the GameCube was cool but yep. yeah uh, it's it's not like actiony like I'm really approaching it like a puzzle like I'm sitting there following their everyone's movements and the levels get bigger and bigger and I'm on the third level and it's actually uh, there's there's levels to it, so it's vertical. So you can be running up the stairs and making like loud noises, and someone that you didn't know was right around the corner is right there. Um, it's vi- the visuals are really good, music is really good, and it's just solid, tight gameplay. Um, there's a <laughs> walking up and down ladders takes forever. Like it, I, I'm telling you, it's like like you are walking up a ladder like that slow. And in the second level, there's a big ass ladder that you climb up. And when you get to the top, some screen pops up like, like, man, ladders take a long time. Someone should make a song about it. It's a Metal Gear Solid 3 reference. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what I thought, except the song wasn't really about the ladder. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, but whatever. <laughs> It was it was an MGS <laughs> reference, but then it got really ham fisted, and it's like, but there's no one left to sing it. <laughs> so <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, God, yeah, I love melodrama. Yeah, we blew up the world. Like, okay, cool, I get it. Um, yep. For I mean, it retails for eight dollars. It's on sale right now for six and some change. So just it's a big uh, sale. Yeah, skip some avo- avocado toast. Um, uh, I would say I would say get it like. You know, if you're completely against like Splinter Cell style games, like and you absolutely hate them, don't, don't. But I think um, even if you're like milk toast on Splinter Cell, you would like you would like this game. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking cool. 
Um, and uh, it's hard because like if you die, there's no checkpoints. Like, all right, start over, idiot. And I was trying to, I kept dying on the very first like tutorial level, and then I was like, wait a second, I got a gun. I could shoot these people from across the room. <laughs> like, what am I? Why am I like trying to break all their necks? But yeah, no sun to worship, and and apparently Antonio Friar, all his other games are really fucking cool. It looks like all his other games are also stealth games. Oh, uh, I I I know that because I was scrolling through his like Twitter, see, seeing like, oh, does he say anything about like this coming to PlayStation? And he posted a meme of like Yoda like <laughs> laying down asleep, and it's like it's like me after making three stealth games in three years. Oh, and, and, and then it's that video of Yoda like like running. It's like me going back to make another stealth game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they all look. Uh, yeah, I guess he is a big stealth guy. I had never heard of him until like uh, a YouTuber I follow was like, "Hey, I, this game was the newest game on Steam, so I decided to play it." And I, I watched like 15 minutes of his like long play, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna stop and go buy this because this looks really fucking cool." Um, also, shouts out Sony for making the best Steam Deck controller on the planet. <laughs> I told the- you. The DualSense 5. <laughs> I don't remember you telling me, so I apologize. I don't know why I'm getting so vocal, but um, I reinstalled the f- Bluetooth firmware on my Stadia controllers, and I'm like, man, the Steam Deck just sucks when it comes to Bluetooth. And then I realized I was using Stadia controllers, <laughs> and I think the problem lied with the Stadia controllers. Um, and uh, yeah, you just plug the, you just sync the PS, the DualSense up to it, and the the trackpad is a trackpad even in Linux. So you can fucking go Linux. And it's uh, damn. Like, I'm glad I bought my PlayStation 5 so I could <laughs> use the controller on the Steam Deck. <laughs> well, but. you could have just got a controller. <laughs> Did you he's see gonna that? Have a a nice, Spider-Man. He's well, going to have oh, yeah, a nice right. new you, TV, you, though, you don't have so. taste and hate Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was going to say there's a Spider-Man controller that's coming out that's like half symbiote. I mean, I like Venom. So you could especially have, you could movie. like half of this control. Dude, the Venom movie was fucking dope. I haven't seen Carnage, but Carnage is pretty bad. I mean, I started watching The Boys. The Boys is so good. That is very good. Yeah, I don't. I want to watch The Boys just to prepare for the Mortal Kombat DLC. Is Dude. there Boys? <laughs> is there the Boys Mortal Kombat DLC coming? Well, you know how they have a bunch of guest characters in past yes, games, yeah, yeah. so they've already revealed that like Peacemaker, Homelander, and Omni Man oh, are going to be in the next DLC wave. They have the boys DLC for Warzone, really, which, which is like they were trying to like they're like this Warzone is going to be realistic. There's going to be three bubbles, and there's you have to get gasoline to like fill up your car, but. And, and then, yeah, after like eight months, they were like, yeah, there's a game mode where you can pick up a thing that gives you laser eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you could be black noir. And dude, all these sweaty fucking gamers that like use that uh, like that. What's it called? Like that hardware aimbot thing. All these super sweaty fucking characters. The, like Zim, the like Sim Apex thing or whatever yeah. the hell. They all they all pick black noir. Because he's a like, it looks like the rose skin from the last Warzone, where it was like some nope. chick and like scuba skin Steve. tight black, so it blends in with every shadow mm. in the game, dude. And I feel like such a fucking idiot walking around bright pink Nicki Minaj, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
Logan was raging last night where he's like, Our people could just sit in the corner and I can't find them. And then I'm like, well, I can sit in the corner and then people immediately see this fucking cotton candy <laughs> blob sitting in the corner. Like, oh, hey. So it's definitely gotten us killed a few times, but I will not give up Nicki Minaj. Really fun. I like it. Um, who are they? Who are they adding? Who's the next person? Spawn. Spawn. Yeah, Spawn. Also a Mortal Kombat guest character. Yeah. But from Eleven. Um, and wasn't he, from, wasn't he in the X Soul box for oh Soul Calibur Soul Calibur yeah. yeah yeah which that is the most random addition like yo we got on the GameCube we got Link on the PlayStation Hihachi on the Xbox Spawn Spawn I feel like <laughs> Hihachi was more random than Spawn though really because like, like Hihachi's a hand to hand fighter in a fucking weapon fighting <laughs> universe. <laughs> Well, He's I like know. an old dude who gets killed in his own game, let alone trying to fight a bunch of sword users. I just, I think it's odd. Like the Xbox didn't have any mascots at the time that they could put in the game. So they pulled like, they're like, like yo, uh, there's if, a comic book we could use. If he, and he's green, like Xbox, green and black. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but if I remember correctly, it was because they had a deal with um, Todd McFarlane because um there was an original character in the console version called like Necrid or something like yeah, that. And Necrid. he was designed by Todd McFarlane. Oh. So part and so because they already had a really a working relationship with him, they were like, oh, and I'll put Spawn in the game. Yo, we need some help, dog. Xbox ain't got shit. <laughs> um Yeah, I'm looking at Necrid right now. Yeah, that's funny. I remember this. Damn. Damn. And uh, Dead or Alive had a had a monopoly on putting Master Chief in fighting games. That's <laughs> right. Oh no, it wasn't Master Chief. It was it, just it was Nicole. Yeah, yeah, it was a female Spartan. Man, damn. Well, let's call it. What do you say? Yes, please. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Listen. Derek hates us. No, yeah. it's just I been think, three I think my legs hours are since I sat down um, at this computer. So, oh, okay. I was about to correct you. There's only been two hours, thirteen minutes, and twenty five seconds. Yes, but um, I've been sitting here for three hours. So, listen, listen. I think anything before we hit record, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. All right. I was... Next time, you guys let me know when you're ready, and uh, then I will log on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pick a Kamoji name. <laughs> All right, listen, for once it wasn't my fault, so. All I right. mean, you were still here late, dude. <laughs> I was the second one in this. No, yeah, Josh, but that Josh, doesn't Josh, mean you're. Josh, Josh but was. you still weren't on time. I was five. Fuck you. Okay, all right, we're done. We're done. All right. <laughs> we're done here. We're done here. So, uh, thank you for listening so very much. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Dynamic Resolution Show. Um, I would like to hum- humbly request. Go tell two people to listen to the show. Just two. That's all I ask. And I would also humbly request that my co-hosts reshare our content <laughs> and at least like it. Uh, uh, it's not organic. Who cares? It's all about making me feel better. Looking at bigger numbers. It's like playing Armored <laughs> Core 6. Hey, this number's bigger than the other one. It's got to be good. Um, <laughs> check out Logan uh, at MemoryCard, MMRY.CRD. You can check out Derek xbox game passengers is that coming back is that don't coming ask back? i don't know all right josh josh are you coming uh, back i think so did you get did you get come on the back um not this time all right shouts out um <laughs> all right see you guys back here later bye everybody bye bye, bye.